This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible. And Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to audibletrial.com/lasertime and get started with a free month and get a free audiobook. everybody, welcome to episode 174 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here in the studio with me? Chris Crotista. Gargling beer. That yeah. was a bad idea. That was really bad. Oh, I don't know what you bony. were trying to accomplish with that. Funniness. Eh. <laughs> it sort of worked. I got here. Introduce <laughs> yourselves. I have a dumb story. Uh, Viva Dave Rudden. I'm just looking at Viva Knievel on your screen over and there. And look into the mic. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Joining Viva us Knievel. again, the man who's been either upgraded or downgraded to <laughs> special guest status, depending on your way of looking at things, it's... Straight out of Comic-Con, Henry Gilbert. Ooh. Hi, everybody. Hey, so let's start this Cape Crisis by talking no, about that no, Justice no, League trail. No. This is Vigigame Game Apocalypse. Oh, it's a show that's nominally about Vigigames. Games. I just love for, about that Just Boy, did they get the memo. Yep. Or at least, yeah. did they film that yesterday? <laughs> uh, but my, I just have a quick PSA. Previously on the show, Mickle mm-hmm. Cubicle, All right. I have recommended people play Pokemon Go while riding on a bike. Right. I tried that today in a city with cars. <laughs> uh, and while Very I did bad idea. It, I didn't do it while I was in bike lanes next to cars. I did it in parks. The, the thing I didn't fathom, never could have, mm. it never would have occurred to me. Uh, a speed bump that hasn't been painted. Um, so <laughs> you remember that, that 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 game Pain, where you just flung a guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, one hand riding a bike, and I hit a speed bump at full speed, just in a fucking empty school parking lot. And it, just imagine like my chest being thrust out first, and my arms and legs out behind me, and flew into my own handlebars, uh, cracked my phone a little bit. Um, so don't I take it all back. Don't play oh, yeah. on your bike, people, and don't actually don't play Pokemon Go at all. It's, it's, it's entering into super uh, shitty territory. Well, I mean, you're you're like in your 30s now. Doesn't that like break every bone in your body when you take a spill? No, I was drunk. I oh, can't, okay. can't hurt it, a drunk guy on a bike. It is weird that like uh, sorry to go off on a tangent, but like I, I I ate shit a couple weeks ago while running, and like literally, need, my, yeah, I fell onto a pile of shit. <laughs> broke my fall, fortunately. No, but like. I fell like, and like fly. it was a pretty nasty fall because I was holding my phone in my hand. I didn't even have a whatever armband strap, and ate shit because I wanted to hold on to the phone. But I of course dropped the phone too and it cracked. But uh, I was wondering where the crack like, came from. I was gonna yeah, ask you. and that like the pain from that went away in a day. But meanwhile, it's like oh, I sat wrong today. I'm gonna be in pain for a week now. Yep. I tried to I tried to do a stretch. Brett Elston learned his <laughs> exercise class, and now my back hurts. Oh, it's all happening, people. Well, let me tell you guys in San Diego. Get ready for some relevant video game discussion. <laughs> Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. I actually couldn't. I barely played it because wow. it eats your battery. It eats your battery, and the, the reception so, in the convention center is terrible. It was good enough to get stuff. Really? Like, everybody was playing it. I barely played it because I needed my phone for work, so mm-hmm. I couldn't have it. Yeah. I couldn't say, like, I'm sorry I didn't get your text. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon, though, I caught 
But uh, then when we have like our big team dinner at the end of the night, I, I uh, for the fandom team dinner, I one guy took out his phone and started catching Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if he's doing it, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately caught like four Pokemon I never had before: Rhinehorn, Rhydon, really? Ryback, uh, Onyx, <laughs> and Growlithe. And I got two Growlithe's, oh, and then another Eevee too. Like I caught so many; they were everywhere. Everything had a lure on it. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah like, but so, I'm, I'm just I'm like in approaching level twenty. I did catch Michael. I don't. You might know the bar. I ca- I, I was the gym leader at the. Uh, at the gym on the Lucky 13 bar. And I'm like, this is not going to get better for me than this. The <laughs> punk rock bar in San Francisco yeah, that I like. That bar. Uh, I took a picture. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm at the point where, like, there's a Zubat. He's escaped five times. I don't want <laughs> Why you at am I all. Doing this? In, like, in, because you want to charge me for Pokeballs. Go fuck off. I'm, I don't think I want to play this anymore. Can you buy Pokeballs? Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course okay. you can buy. That's where the, that's where the that's, game comes that's in. That's how they right. get your money. That's, that's I'm sure we'll talk about it later yeah. in the news, though. I have not had. I have not talked about Pokemon Go on a podcast, so I. I yeah, right. I have been enjoying it, but. Uh, I have been playing it a lot less in the last week, and probably it has not turned into a thing I will do every time I walk now. Mm. Mm. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, so, what is Pokemon Go really? It's a sort of. <laughs> it's Webster's a, defines it. Hang on, I'm, I'm using this as a transition. It's, good. <laughs> it's sort of a ropey down market version of a very deep game that is on Ooh. a uh, game dedicated platform. Ooh. So this week, I wanted to take a look back at a very strange era in gaming. You remember right when the 360 came out? Like, for a while, we had games that were yes. like more or less identical on 360 right and PS2. I've Gun and Tony Hawk's yep. American Wasteland. Yep. Well, yep. Those are right-click save-as. Yeah, save-as Xbox 360. <laughs> but then, as time went on and people figured out how to do more with the new-gen hardware, we increasingly started seeing games that were developed in tandem for both 360 and PS3 and PC, and then there's also the Wii and or PS2 version Mm. that comes out at the same time and yet remarkably is not the same game at all. Yeah, I'd actually posit that the Sony PS2 lifespan was incredibly long, and mm-hmm. I think that was primarily due to the Wii ports that it was getting. Oh, yeah. And Japan. And, and, Japan. and, Japan. and Well, just yeah. t- the Wii ports and the JRPGs. Yes. Every, every console wants a 10-year life cycle, and PS2 got one yep. uh, because, of the, because of the Wii. They were, they were developing things almost simultaneously with that, with no next-gen thought in mind. Hmm. So for this one, I've actually gone back and played a bunch of you PS2 and Wii versions You're insane. What of uh, classic 316 PS3 games oh my God. to put together a top five <laughs> about some of the most noteworthy. So let's just jump in with... Number five! Jen, please, sit down. She can't. She got shot in the ass. Trust you to be looking at my ass. It's not safe to operate here. You're right, it's not safe, because I'm here and I am pissed off. Yeah, no one shoots her in the ass and gets away with it. He didn't pay her. The worst thing it could have done. I'm being told... What the, the fuck is that? Ass and I'm looking at the title. Uh, well, let's see, there's Peter Stormare as that last voice you heard. Phil Lamar? Was that Phil Lamar in there? Might have been, actually. I met that I guy. think every black guy is Phil Lamar. I should just stop saying it. <laughs> I got to meet Phil Lamar, guys. I love Phil Lamar. Yeah. Phil Lamar's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that Matthew House of the Dead that. Overkill? No. I know what it was because I played it with you, and it was mm-hmm. hysterical. Oh, yeah. This is Mercenaries 2. Ew. And I think that's part of this is really sad. This game might not only have... 
Was this Luke? This wasn't Lucas. This I was mean, published no, by somebody what, else. No, it was the first the, Mercenaries the was published by Lucas. Yeah. The second one was published by EA. Okay. And it killed that developer. And, and so the, well, it sort of, well, I think it was the Saboteur that killed that developer. It was step developer. one of the, yeah. it, was, it was part <laughs> one of the one-two combo. So Mercenaries 2 was developed by Pandemic. Mm, partially okay. owned by Bono. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, uh, yes, when this came out, actually, there was a group in Venezuela, where the game is set, that petitioned Bono to pull the game because they didn't. They thought it was propaganda about assassinating Hugo Chavez, which it wasn't at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game had very little to do with Venezuela. It was just, hey, what if we have a tropical oil-rich country where all the characters, all the bad guys sound <laughs> like uh, gross Mexican stereotypes? Isn't Hugo, is Hugo ja- dead? Isn't he dead? Chavez? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some He's been dead for a while. Okay. Yeah, I he's... forget. I think he just had a heart I attack Pokemon Go. A heart attack. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Good old CIA heart attack. So the, the PS2 version of this is very different, apart from being much buggier and unfinished. It just, it just kind of looked unpolished even by the standards of PS2 games we, at the time. You told us that and like, no, nah, I think we should play it. And before there were really game streams, we tried to capture a video of it and it was instantly beautiful. <laughs> I think it's the only game, and you've hear, heard people complain about this, where an environment didn't load so we fell in a pit. Yep. And then an environment did load but on top of us, sticking us underground. And, and, and it's inescapably underground, an entire like twenty-five story building loaded on top of the car we were driving. I think, in retrospect, that that might have been that we got sent buggy review code for whatever reason, which would have been a mistake hmm. on the part of the publisher. Because I have been playing it and I haven't been able to recreate any of that. that stuff. Was, I've been was, driving around at high speed, trying to like, okay, now this bridge isn't going to populate. Oh no, it populates fine. So uh, yeah, it was built with the Mercenaries One engine. I thought it looked worse than. Mercenaries one, but going back and playing this, and then playing uh, the the PC 360 mm-hmm. version at the same time, uh, what the biggest difference seems to be in terms of structure mm-hmm. that a lot has been cut out, mm-hmm. and the missions are just very very different, uh, kind of because of the limitations of the software, I guess. So, for example, one of the first big missions that you get in the 360 version. Here's the mission briefing. All right, let's hear it. Mr. Solano is pursuing an aggressive strategy of corporate disincentivization. His men kidnapped my marketing VP, Victor Contreras, and are threatening to kill him if Universal Petroleum doesn't leave Venezuela within the next six hours. Six hours? I don't think Solano's men are particularly bright. So you have to go out this big multi-stage thing where you go to different points on the map... And have a helicopter pilot drop resonators everywhere. This has the same characters, though, in, in both games, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So here's the uh, the PS2 version of the same mission. All right, let's hear it. My marketing exec, David Espinoza, is the last man left at our refinery in Cambius. Venezuelan troops are closing in, preparing to take it over. Solano calls it nationalization. I need you to get to our refinery and keep David alive while he disposes of some sensitive documents we'd rather Solano not get his hands on. Can you collect that intel, Shoot. So it's just a king of the hill. And drive out to this place and shoot at dudes while a guy runs back and forth between a warehouse and burns files. (laughs) Weird. That seems a lot easier to program. But but it still seems like a lot of trouble to go to all this distinct, all this distinction required. I mean, recording the people, I guess. Kind of, well, it's like it follows roughly the same... There's a story there. Yeah, Yeah. it follows roughly the same storyline... 
the missions are like your goals in a lot of these cases are pretty much the same, especially at the beginning. But then the missions are structured differently. Mm. For example, in the first mission, in the quote unquote real version, you get introduced to airdrops and like, okay, now you're getting a tank dropped in and uh, now you get to use a satellite airstrike to blow up this gigantic uh, arched Mm. gateway. And in the PS2 version, it's like, all right, use a laser sight to call down an airstrike on this bunker. Okay, now steal that tank. You don't get to have one dropped in. You just steal this one that's this already bunker there. This bunker is... Just drop it on that box. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a much. large there box. Is, there is no it. other format in the universe that would... Or person who would have obtained this information for the world, Michael. I want to point <laughs> this out right now. It is uh, very underreported when, like, yeah. when there are these kind of differences. Like, the... What was it? Sh- Shadow Shadows of Mordor. Of Mordor. Yeah. yeah, it didn't even have the Nemesis system, which was, like, the big draw. The yeah. only thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I? I want to real quick. The coolest thing about this game that I remember is mm-hmm. the commercial took like before, like commer- before game trailers were like ubiquitous on YouTube. I mean, we were still formatting them like QuickTime and oh, right, yeah. files. Uh, this this the Mercs Two commercial took everybody by storm. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yo yo yo! Oh no! You did. Sucker tried to blame me, but you never paid me, never. Oh no, you didn't. Payback is a coming, you will be running forever. Oh no, you didn't. Until I get. Okay, I thought I couldn't find this for the longest <laughs> yeah. time. It might I, not be that great. I like that a lot at the time. That That is the plot of the game that mm-hmm. you go and free a general for this uh, Venezuelan businessman. Mm-hmm. And rather than paying you, he decides it would be more expedient to try to kill you and then uh, stage a coup to take over the, the country. Uh, fails to kill you, you get shot in the ass instead. No matter which character you are, you always get shot in the ass. And uh, decide to, to go on a, a but quest for revenge. Huh? Is the ass objectified? It depends Appropriately on your attitude for both the character. Uh, yeah, I mean, there... You shouldn't even be talking about this. There, there are three <laughs> different characters. One of them is a woman, and yes, she can get shot in the ass. As you heard in that first <laughs> clip, she can't sit down because uh, she got shot in the ass. I'd like to shoot her, and you can't just stop yeah. me. Just, yeah. just, just, also, the PS2 version, like, if you compare them side by side, like, mm-hmm. the, the 360 version looks, like, really sunny, mm-hmm. colorful. It looks like a, a tropical or, you know... South American environment. The PS2 version is like this gray, drab, foggy landscape, yep. which worked great for the first game setting, which was North Korea, but uh, <laughs> not so Burn. great for They'll Venezuela. Uh, man. And that concludes the most anybody <laughs> will say about mercenaries. Except that the, the first one was the first game with ha- both Han Solo and Indiana Jones, right? Oh, that's true, yeah, because wow. it was LucasArts. Oh, yeah. wow, I forgot they did that. Yeah, Han, Han and Indy were uh, secret characters. Don't steal that for your YouTube channel. I know this is a podcast. That's not fair. <laughs> I pointed that out to you kids. And I kind of want to replay that game as Indiana Jones. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah probably. Although, I, I do understand that there's a... My favorite indie game. <laughs> I think there's like a DLC Obama skin for uh, the 361. Yeah, Obama carries too. in there. Yep. Yeah. Yes. What? You can, yeah, you can play as Obama in a in a suit. This is around the time that was like Burnout Paradise, I think, had Obama ads. Like, well, the Obama campaign they they paid for ads, ads in it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What Those lefty liberals at Criterion uh, well, put the ads in. Uh, it was a it was a weird frontier for it. I also remember that was around the same time where, mm. uh, you know, Xbox wasn't allowing people to put gay in their gamer tag because it was this weird backwards thing where they're just like, 
Well, some people are going to use it as a negative to say, like, I hate gays. Though some people are using it to say, like, I'm a gay gamer. I'm a gay gamer. And, uh-huh. But uh, they were like, so we're just not letting you make a pronouncement like that anyway. <laughs> I was and born in I, the 40s, and I'm just really happy. <laughs> but, so I'm just like, Gay Talese, famous author. <laughs> they're like, we want you to be, they said, we want you to be apolitical. And then I said at the time, like, but you created gamer pictures mm-hmm. for both parties like you can have a republican or a democrat one that is as political as it gets but somebody can't name themselves the gay why dude. would you do that gross well it wasn't uh, i think that shows you how like i don't know f- things feel a lot more uh uh, uh polarized polarized yeah, now than it did then uh maybe no i think it still was that's this is also around the time Polish where you people. could easily show your dick in uh, Uno on uh, <laughs> That's Xbox true. 360. Let's was move on. Uno dick yeah. that you could show <laughs> at a time. <laughs> anyway. Not the way I play. Number four. That's Quattro. Dave multi-dick Rudden. Yeah. <laughs> multi-dick. But a mirror next to my dick looks like there's two dicks. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Please, mister. I'm begging you here. You have to help us. He's in there hurt, and I can't get him out. I don't want to lose him. They're coming for me. I know it. And I don't want to die alone. Mm. Right, that is the PS2 version of this game. Don't die alone? I'm, I'm going to play the 360 version of that same scene. Please, mister, you have to help us. He's in there hurt, and I can't get him out. Have you seen the walls? They're alive, like in nightmares. They open up and swallow you. I swear I saw it. Oh, uh, I got it. Alone in the dark. Yeah, alone uh, in the dark. Does he have like a different voice actor? Yes. Wow. Yep. That uh, game uh, pioneered coat management. Ah, mm. uh, yes. No, not so much in the PS2 version, which uh, was still not a wonderful game. Mm. Uh, even even despite losing this really clunky ass uh, inventory management. Okay, was, I really forget the drama of this thing. That, well, that was like when Atari got, got so close, like, no, we're a real place. We're making a triple-A game. We're remaking well, Alone in the Dark. Wasn't Infogrames oh, wait, it was, purchased the Atari name? Like yeah, They were always yeah. a publisher, and they just wanted a bigger mm-hmm. name for themselves. Yeah. And it, I, they'd I, had it for a while at that point. I have a I poker set yeah. that's still like a legit poker set of like Fuels of War and whatever Area 51 thing we want to turn. Area 51 was turned into Call of Duty. That fucking yeah. happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the game. I what is, it what they had that time. song back in the day. What? Remember the Infogrames song? Oh, Infogrames is innovation. The power of the imagination. That's why they had to change their name. <laughs> Maybe we'll play that during the break. But Alone in the Dark... Was Weird, I, you very, need to refresh me on strange. this because it, it came out on 360 first. Yeah, it came out on 360 first. Had a PS2 and Wii version that it came out alongside. That were different. That were yeah, were very different. Mm-hmm. And that it's kind of the same at first. It's a, it's a similar scenario mm-hmm. where uh, you wake up in this like apartment building that's like facing Central Park mm-hmm. and it starts blowing up and there are all these fissures that start appearing in the walls and swallowing people and uh, so you have to try and find a way to escape. You know, uh, if, classic alone in the dark game. Yeah, play. exactly. If you play <laughs> through... Why buy the license? Well, it, it was like this really big uh, like action approach yeah. to Alone in the Dark and then in the 360 version you then were turned loose in like an open world central park mm-hmm. to try and unravel this mystery and uh, hunt these monsters and like it was packed with zombies. But then the PS2 version... Go shooting gallery. Uh, no. not, not that bad, <laughs> no. Uh, PS2 Wii version was 
was it was more linear. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there were a lot more survivors running around for some reason. Like you kept encountering what? them. Well, why are they called alone in the dark? If you see yeah. other people, exactly. And why yes, do they call it Resident Evil when there's no residents? <laughs> it didn't have the infamous uh, inventory management system, which mm. was you look down into your coat. Oh my god! And then like, okay, here's my gun. Here's yeah. my oh batteries my god, and my health sprays. You know, that momentary period we could write about that where they yeah. tried to get rid of the HUD uh-huh. for everything. Everything yeah. had to be like like in- super realistic. Yeah. Yeah. The game where he would say how many bolts he had uh. when you checked their bolts. Yeah, I think you could like slide out the clip to look at it uh, on the gun. At least you could on the PS2 yeah, but, version. Um, I think like the PC version, like the one, th- one of the big complaints is like the batteries suck. Like, like yeah. they have to replace so, them. And like, here's yeah. the thing: the batteries suck. Yeah, and you had limited slots that could store either batteries or bullets. Mm-hmm. So you were constantly having to manage these. Very, very crucial resources that you could die without. And that's like something you see in every free-to-play mobile game where you buy more space for yourself, but that wasn't an option Mm -hmm. yet. And so uh, when it it came to PS3 with Alone in the Dark Inferno, they not only added two new uh, sequences that you could play through, uh, but they... Synthesized and improved? They took away the, the batteries. You didn't have to worry about batteries yeah. anymore, which was an immense improvement. Like it's like okay, suddenly the inventory yeah. system is relatively painless. I don't feel like that's... I'm always having to juggle resources to make sure I have enough. That, that's why I remember it being so weird because the PS3 version of the game was essentially an up, like an update you'd receive to a normal game. We've optimized yeah. this and that and fixed mm-hmm. these. Now things. that would just be an update. Yeah, yes. it, but but instead of so much in the habit it at all, but no. the PS3 did. Yeah, yeah, the PS3 is still kind of. Oh my word! But you could. You could also uh, mix things together to create like bombs and stuff, uh, and and uh, yeah, you could also uh, interestingly in the the 360 version, mm-hmm. you could fast forward or rewind to different scenes, and like every time you started playing, it would have like a previously on sequence because right. this was like full on like everyone's like, obsessed with Lost yeah. in these serial shows, and the PS2 version didn't have that. In fact, the PS2 version had terrible checkpoint placement. <laughs> But uh, it was also a You're little bit more... You're doing the Lord's work here, Michael. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the PS2 version was also a little more censorious in places, and uh, things played out quite a bit differently. <laughs> in, it, it censored more stuff. Uh, for example, here's the PS2 version of a conversation. Meet me in room 943? It doesn't make any sense. Take a look around. Nothing makes any sense tonight. I guess not. Yeah, that definitely is censorious. 360 version of the same conversation. What the fuck? Why did he do that? Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. Fuck this. What the hell is that? Who was he yelling at? No idea. Just give me a second. Meet me in room 943? Fuck that, I'm leaving. That is so wow. weird. I know. <laughs> that one game has better acting? Was this a limitation on, of the disc system? Uh, wh- I what don't, the hell? I don't know. I think it was it was a different developer that handled wow. the, uh, different actors. the PS2 version. Yeah, different actors. I'm just uh, seeing... I'm sorry. I'm having worked on a game or two. This is just wasted money all over the yeah. place. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, different... Like, the, the cutscenes mm-hmm. in the PS2 version are rendered, but, like, they don't do what... What Mercenaries 2 did was it would, like, uh, just record, like, the 360 cutscene. Yeah, a couple games did that. Yeah, and then just play it back as a movie file. Mm -hmm. This plays a movie file, but it's not done in, like, the 360 engine or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just something new that they made that has no relation to the 
It's actually a game we're going to be talking about on 302010 that did that like recorded cutscene thing. Uh, yeah. Dead Rising, when they yeah. did Chop Till You Drop on yeah. Wii, yeah. and I know this guy, I had oh, to review it. They re, yeah, they re, they just recorded the cutscenes and put them That's, in the Wii. That version. was, I think, that was a lazy step. Many people did, and yeah. in, in many ways, why the fuck not? Especially yeah. if you're gonna get new voice actors and create new cutscenes. Yeah. What a waste of time. Yeah. Holy shit. The PS2 version uh, was also a lot less bloody than the 360 version because it... Primary, I, I'd call it the PS2 version. Mm-hmm. It's really the Wii version that okay. was then ported to PS2. But people only bought it on the PS2. Uh, well... Oh, we I, haven't done that research. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they bought it on Wii. No, the way they made it sound is like people who just didn't want to bother upgrading to 360 and PS3 had a... The entire... For five years, we were playing 360 PS3 games and there was... Millions of people just having a PS2 and having a great time yeah. and not knowing the world was any better or worse. If you're a Wii survival horror game and I can't answer the phone on my Wii remote, I ain't playing it. <laughs> Those are the best games. The best <laughs> games, true. I tell you. I think Alone in the Dark yeah, had fuck. that. <laughs> I know that like the, the action like uh, on the 360 version like really used, and, and on the PS2 version too, yeah. it really used the... Uh, the right analog stick, so you're like, yeah. you know, Whoa. swinging it around to like hit things with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. So, having not actually played the Wii version, I would imagine you're pantomiming like smashing a fire uh, extinguisher into a door. It would have been great if like they took the PS3 version's advancement and it's like, well, you got a batteryless uh, flashlight, but it's one of those ones you got to shake to get like the. Uh, mm. <laughs> Just I, give yourself carpal tunnel. Happen. What game made you shake the thing, the fucking flashlight? Never mind. Yeah. I, we'll figure it out. No, later. I know what you Top mean. Top five Wii games that made you shake a fucking flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> you can totally do that. Yeah, maybe Alone in the Dark did that too. But uh, it also the Wii and PS2 version made you feel uh, like the world cared about you a little more. For example, PS2 cutscene right here. We're trying to reach as many of the survivors of whatever the fuck is happening around here. Can you describe exactly what's causing the bleeding in your arm? It's the top of my right arm. It's cut pretty deep, sliced like an orange and bleeding like hell. The cut is a few inches wide. The best thing for you to do is find a public restroom. There should be an emergency medical kit in there somewhere. You register that? A what? A restroom? Trust me. Find a restroom. I have your number and I'll call you back in a few minutes to check on you. Talk later. Look for a hole in the stall. That is a pretty (laughs) good bedside manner compared to this. Dr. Hartford here. We're relaying the Central Park emergency calls. Hey, I'm in Central Park and I'm badly wounded. Who's not? At least you're still breathing. The park's public restroom should have first aid kits, so go find one and hold him, Drake. He's spitting blood everywhere. Public restroom. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> fucking hurt. Get bent. <laughs> the first, Who isn't? In the first su- cut, like, cutscene, he says, my arm is sliced up like an orange. Yeah. Three, but it's not really sliced when it comes like that, right? Uh, yeah, I guess your, your I arm guess... wouldn't be in wedge form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say sliced up like an orange. It almost feels like, yeah, like English is second language. But th- that was yeah. also the game, and I think it did this on both PS2 and 360, where to heal wounds you had to have first aid spray, and then you'd have to like look down at your wounds on various parts of your body and spray the first aid spray okay. until they turn from red to pink. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> he was giving me like a crisis of conscience. Like, have I only been eating sliced oranges my entire life because I'm privileged? Like, is, is are, do we have genetically created like pre-sliced oranges? You never I mean, slice an orange yourself. I don't slice them. You I cut peel it, them. You and peel it, and then it but then there's slices when you open it, right? Not all the time. No, really? I, I don't know. I only eat oranges that are made of chocolate. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, only eat, I only eat oranges while riding a Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, but yes, two very different games. Uh, one, they both kind of got panned, although I, I still think one is pretty clearly better than the other. Mm. But uh, this one uh, we'll go a little easier on. Number three. Look out! Slimer's escaped again. Oh. <laughs> No review. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, again, I, I, if I haven't said it everywhere already, I love the new Ghostbusters movie. And my mm. biggest complaint... One is that I, every my experience is marred by the controversy. Like, what would the haters think of this scene? Fuck you. Look what you made mm-hmm. me look, think of a movie like. Two, the cameos. Like, would you stop with the fucking cameos? Like, don't show me what I wanted. <laughs> don't show me what I wanted. Like, don't show, show me, me what you're doing. two minutes of who I wanted. Yeah, it's- two minutes. There's multiple sequences with. Uh, don't I, want to spoil anything. Yeah. Well, I keep saying the only uh, cameo I hate is is Ozzy Osbourne. It's really bad. Uh, bad. Why? Well, I totally is, forgot that even he, happened. It is the worst, it especially because it's forecast it, by it, a shitload of like trademark Ozfest yeah, logos. It, it's uh, like ugh. it was like some ugh. some like uh, sidebar in a contract that he he negotiated when they did the Osbournes on MTV. It's like I have to be in the next Ghostbusters movie. You promised. Like, why else would he be in that movie? It makes no sense. He is totally irrelevant. And like, ugh, just no, makes no but sense. If you think of it, remove the people. It remove the the people who are doing the cameos. Mm-hmm. You basically have. I can't even say that. Right. Several goddamn roles that are like pizza men who get to talk for three minutes. Yeah. Like, why is this in here? <laughs> so, Ghostbusters. Dial it back. The this video is, game. But that's what's so great about Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters the video game. It's the third Ghostbusters movie. Video game. It's great. It's the third Ghostbusters movie. And it's it like is, three movies. It's great. Yeah. Play that if you care that and much. And if you hate the, the female Ghostbusters mm-hmm. so much, here's a Ghostbusters game mm-hmm. where... There's a fifth Ghostbuster, and he's it's also you. a dude. So let me tell you guys. <laughs> he's a white actually, guy, too. Funny you bring that up. All right. Because this, we're going to talk about if the If you're PS2, harassing Leslie Jones, you're really going to like this. The PS2 <laughs> Wii version of Ghostbusters, the video game, uh-huh. which, uh, as you might remember, mm-hmm. like the, the 360 PS3 one sure. was the, the characters rendered in a very realistic style. Mm-hmm. The PS2 Wii one did them up in like this weird cartoony style that mm. was sort of like the yeah. real Ghostbusters, but not really. Uh. Uh, a it little was... broader, and at the beginning of the game, you can pick whether you want to be a uh, blonde dude or a woman. And uh... regardless of which one you pick, everyone still refers to you as he in all the cutscenes. Sure. This, is, this is the first time I remember this practice being done, where someone optimized a game. Didn't just retrofit a game. Well, they for made me. it look like the real mm. Ghostbusters. Yeah, they, but they made a different <laughs> game to be released on the same day mm. for a mm-hmm. different platform. I mean, yeah, um, for yeah. one thing that... Like, the visuals wouldn't work on a Wii, yeah. but also, like, if you're making a Wii version of Ghostbusters, I better be able to, like, aim my Proton. No, no, no. I mean, you can't I do it? Yeah. It, is, it is a very yeah, different game. I played the Wii version. Yeah, you do and, aim the Proton pack. And if you do play this, I would recommend playing it on Wii because it's clearly really? made for it. On yes. PS2, the, the reticle oh, okay. is really yeah. fiddly, and it feels like... When your mouse is moving too fast and it's really hard to aim <laughs> at things, uh, whereas like it's yeah, it's clearly yeah. made to like okay, I'm supposed to be aiming a wand here while my character uh, just sort of skates on ice in the yeah. foreground. It's like when you played those PS2 light gun games without the light gun, so I'm just aiming a reticle. Like this is fun. It, just, just while cleaning Revolution up at this little studio, I watched this weekend a documentary that just came on Netflix, Ghost Heads, about Ghostbusters fandom, and it Ooh. was an interesting distinction somebody made is that like there's tons of Ghostbusters cosplay out there. Uh, and Dan Dan came over. We did a Ghostbusters commentary at lasertime.bandcamp.com. Dan most, Amrick? Dan Amrick. That most people uh, uh, who do Ghostbusters cosplay have their own name. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. one of those properties yeah. where, like, 
that like this is the distinction. I'm not Ray Stans. I am a Ghostbuster. Right. That's so and so like that's I don't know why the franchise didn't function more like that. There's only been like how many other canonical Ghostbusters outside of the main four? Like it, yeah, there were the Ghostbuster, extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah. I know, but but that's it. That's wa- like the yeah. most wasted potential ever. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they, at the end of the game, how many Avengers has there fucking been? More than four. <laughs> at the end of the game, they <laughs> let you go, but at the same time offer you a franchise opportunity mm-hmm. in uh, Los Angeles, Cincinnati, or Chicago. Venkman mm-hmm. picks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it kind of sets up like there's always kind of been the hint of like they were always gonna make this into a franchise yeah. operation, like the tabletop role playing game was about you're running your own Ghostbusters franchise you're not yeah being yeah. one of the originals I never I never understood why that potential and wasn't tapped so into more the the concept behind this game was somebody said like we you don't really want to play as the Ghostbusters yeah. you want to play alongside the Ghostbusters yeah. you want to be you know the kid who joins the team it like that's the, right the fantasy when it was the correct choice yeah and so the PS2 version is Sort of the same. It follows more or less the same basic plot line. Mm-hmm. Uh, visits more or less the same uh, environments. Yes, yeah, so you go back to the Sedgwick. Uh, yeah. But it is very, very truncated. And uh, mm. certain, uh, features certain places that are completely different. Like, you remember going up to the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man yeah. in the 360 version. You're like, you visit an architecture firm mm-hmm. and get to blow up all their models. In the PS2 Wii version, uh, it's a game developer, and all these ghosts start flying out of arcade machines and harassing you. How come when you pay a quarter, they last like a minute, but when they are really trying to kill you, they keep coming and coming? I think maybe destroying the arcade machines is the way to go. Good work! That would close the door for these sprites to escape, or spawn, as gamers say. So there's more Ghostbusters dialogue? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. And at the same time, they also, a lot of scenes are just truncated versions of uh, the original scenes. For example, here's the uh, scene where Bill Murray meets Alyssa Milano's character in an elevator at the Sedgwick in the PS2 version. Well, hello. You're perfectly safe now, Miss. The Ghostbusters are here. Never gonna happen. Same scene in in, in the 360 version. Well, hello. You're perfectly safe now, Miss. The Ghostbusters are here. Back off, loser. Never gonna happen. <laughs> that approach rarely works with me. I'll show you why later. Weird. <laughs> what the fuck? Unwanted I'm do sexual attention. Stopping. I'm so confused. Yeah. I'm so confused. All this time. You have Bill Murray for, for seemingly a limited amount of time, but mm-hmm. I guess not. Well, let me tell you about Bill Murray in this. So, mm-hmm. not to be too promotional of my new gig, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. uh, fandom.wikia.com, uh, my my boss, Matthew Allen, mm-hmm. he used, he was a PR rep on this game. And so really? He, uh, he emailed his uh, friends from at like he... Uh, and he did an interview first with the the man who was both the developer at Redfly and the body model for the new guy, and asked him about that and about what's it like being the fifth Ghostbuster. And you should read that. But they also did one about just the overall production of the game and how hard it was for them to make it. And the biggest thing was like Bill Murray. They're like, <laughs> there was a point where Activision told them like who would end up not publishing it anyway. Yeah, it was done by Atari. But Atari. Activision we spoke about earlier. Oh yeah, they dumped it. But their publisher told them, or Vivendi, not Activision, Vivendi told them, we won't publish this without Bill Murray. Wow. 
And then they, they, the guy, wow. the quote in the story is he was told by some, some executive, if you get Bill Murray in this game, I will dig my grandmother up and fuck her right here. <laughs> if you can get her, if you can get Bill Murray in the game. And he talked about how impossible it was to get him and they had to like, do a bunch of phone tag and they thought we're never going to get him and then they just come in one morning and Bill Murray's voice is on the answering machine <laughs> he's like hey I, I would like to do that if you, if you haven't heard those urban legends about Bill Murray is that he doesn't have an agent he has an answering machine right. and you leave a message and maybe he'll call you back and sometimes he apparently does and then all the, all the, the spoken word stories of both Ghostbusters and like Meatballs like Bill said he'd be here but we, we don't have there's no agent or contact with him we haven't heard from him. And the, oh my God, he showed up. Thank God. Thank and God. We haven't talked to him in months. And so they got two recording sessions with him in wow. New York while he was filming a movie. And when they realized they needed more, they're like, no, we have more levels, but they were just not getting built more bill. They just rewrote scenes to be like, okay, just Venkman's not here. It's it's just the other three guys. So. Just, like the, just like the actual movies. Get a yeah. Lorenzo music to show for this scene. So interestingly, the, the, uh, the, the, the ghost... This version of Ghostbusters and like the PS2 version of Mercenaries 2 mm-hmm. have something in common. And that not only are the missions Addery. different, but there's a lot of stuff cut out. Mm. Uh, a lot of which, in retrospect, might actually kind of be filler. Because uh, there's, for example, a tutorial in the 360 Ghostbusters where you go down into the basement, the basement. and hunt Slimer. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you go to the Sedgwick and you have to hunt all these angry ghosts. And then in the PS2 version, you just go straight to the Sedgwick to hunt Slimer. And uh, you remember before you go to Stay Puff, there's like this place where you're following the Ecto-1 around and all these uh, stone gargoyles start lunging at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is not in the PS2 version. You go straight into the building. I mean, a driving section sounds like it would be very taxing for a PS2. (laughs) (laughs) Running alongside a slow-moving car, you know, hard drive. PS2 can't output the. Actually, that was my my biggest complaint about the new Ghostbusters movies. Like the siren sounds different. It's not the Ecto One. It's not the same car. That's true. It's not the same year. I know nothing's the same. Why would a hearse can't have that again? We're old. But strangely, the different the the endings are slightly different. The PS2 one is actually a little meaner to Walter Peck, who in both Aww. versions gets uh, captured by the bad guys. It is officially time for us to go. Please, I'm begging you, get me down. Please, get me down. You hear something? Nope. Not a, not a thing. You can't leave him there. Brian, don't you? worry. Just a dickless then, Christmas ornament. Then he falls down of his own accord and hits his head and gets knocked out in the uh, Hell Dimension or wherever it is they are. Uh, the 360 version, by contrast. Get me down from here. Please, New I'm guy. begging you, let You're me down. <laughs> this is not the last you will see of me. So yeah, wow. new guy, your call, and and you just uh, shoot him down. We'll only have a next gen sequel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so weird. But yeah, this is it's a very odd game to go back and play, um, but an interesting experience nonetheless. Like if you if you're a diehard <laughs> fan of the 360 game, like. Mm-hmm. You should it's, be. It's kind of worth playing this just because of the difference in content. Like you're you're hearing more dialogue that wasn't in the original, mm-hmm. and uh, 
It's it's not terrible. And I would say it's it's miraculously still available on Steam for a very cheap price. And yeah, ten bucks. Dan Amber was like, this supports like four K or like or like ultra widescreen. Like mm-hmm. the the PC version is there for you if you want a Ghostbusters three. This is almost better than that. You get to play it. It's three movies at least. Yeah. Let me, you know, on the subject of Ghostbusters, I saw one thing at Comic Con that really mm. pissed me off, which was mm. a dude. A dude was wearing those shirts that anybody can make of just names, na- like name am- ampersand, name ampersand, name ampersand. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. like and oh, so. Yes. So this one was Venkman Stance. Mm-hmm. And a Spengler, Spengler, but not Zedmore. And I was really? like, "Fuck you! He's the fourth Ghostbuster. Like, how dare you have a shirt without yeah, only, Zedmore?" Only Hollywood executives can go out of their way to ignore yeah. Winston. That's uh, that's what pisses <laughs> me off. Like, how could you buy a shirt if you're a real Ghostbusters fan? Yeah, you buy a shirt with only three of the four Ghostbusters on it. And I say you should also add Antoli in there. He's technically mm. a Ghostbuster. He wore the costume. Yeah. No, my I disagree. <laughs> Janine, Janine got an action figure before he did. She was really? in a terrible pink Easy. jumpsuit. Yep, I had that one. And on. had a so comb yeah. and a ghost with hair. Look, if I was a kid and I knew there was a Janine action figure. <laughs> but look out. Yeah, but Dave, Dave and I disagreed about yeah. this on Twitter that I said, like, uh, very Trump Tully is at best a cosplayer who steals a <laughs> Ghostbuster uniform. He's not a fifth Ghostbuster. He's mm. not. Come on, he's one the most popular he t- Ghostbuster in the eyes of New York City. One time he, he turned into a everything. dog, and they helped him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along to number two. And from here on out, I'm going to get a little more praising of these. Oh. Lord Vader, we were ambushed upon arrival, but I have the situation well in. Choking you, I can't <laughs> hear you. So I know you guys know what this is. I do. Yeah. The Force the Likens. Right? The Force Unleashed. I mean, at least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars The Force Unleashed. That was originally was... going to be the name of The Force Awakens. That's but disgusting. Th- uh, oh, no, wait, no. It's supposed to be Shadow Empire. And they're like, no, it was a video game. So they couldn't Force call... Awakens yeah. still pretty bad. Great movie. Yeah. Terrible title. Would yeah. it have been better but called The Shadow Empire? But it's a Star Wars tradition. Yeah. Terrible title. Like, at what point in the movie did The Force Awaken? Like, wasn't it Awaken before the movie started? when she held the... When yeah. she it already existed. It reawakens. Kylo Ren already Kylo had Kylo Ren already had it and used it plenty. Yes, and the opening, that was the dark opening side scene. of the Force. Yeah, the light side had to reawaken. It's still the Force. Anyway, so uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, if you somehow missed it when it came out a few years ago. It was a uh, fucking revelation. We it, thought we weren't getting any more movies. Yeah, it was an interquel that, weirdly enough, at the time had Dude. the blessing of George Lucas saying, this is canon in the movie universe yeah uh yes darth vader actually sometime after the events of episode three Mm -hmm. uh goes and storms the wookiee planet of kashyyyk waters wookiee kills a jedi and kidnaps the jedi's son raises him as a secret apprentice to overthrow the emperor Mm -hmm. and uh in Ends up setting up the Rebel Alliance as a way to lure the en- em- uh, Emperor's enemies out of hiding. Jesus. It's it's very convoluted. I do remember, like, just, I was in press for this, this release. And, like, that mm-hmm. was the big thing of, like, yeah, this is canon. Dude, there's yeah. no more movies yeah. coming. This is all you get. But if you'll recall, like, this was released back in the, the relatively early days of the PS3 and 360. Relatively. To the point where I remember going to a preview event for it. And they said, 
We will not be releasing this on PC because there is no PC that's powerful <laughs> enough to run it. You need one of the new consoles. Yeah, I remember replacing my lightsaber gems in like a six-minute load screen. <laughs> I, I remember them announcing it like my first Comic-Con. That's they announced the Ultimate Sith Edition yeah. of uh, the game. But the... Uh, the PS3 360 version, yeah, and it did come out on PC, of course, and that version is better, but it, it featured, like, these really big, impressive, like, particle destruction, which was a big thing at the time, like, oh, you can destroy this thing and it falls apart in different ways, the depending on how you hit it. it. Well, it was a showcase for LucasArts tech, that's yeah. what they well, made it, it as. Seven, eight years in the making on, like, every game they've made. You could pick up these huge things and move them around. And consequently, mm, sorry, go ahead. I kind of felt like that version of the game was tripping over itself to be a showcase for yeah. technology and forgot to be a fun game. Meanwhile, the PS2 version, which was developed by Chrome Studios, mm -hmm. makers of Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, oh, perfect. Yep, uh, was more like focused on delivering a very similar experience, mm -hmm. but without all the tech, the bells and whistles. Yeah, so they had to rely more the brag on the action. details. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I just I just remember this like Rob Smith's book. I, I loved reading this history of LucasArts. Mm -hmm. That LucasArts made its name as like George Lucas wanted to be on the interactive front, and it was like, yeah, I'm gonna make we're gonna make games, and uh, none of them are Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Never, never. Mm -hmm. we're, we're gonna make games like Maniac. And then when they ma when they make a Maniac Mansion for television, it's gonna be absolute <laughs> shit. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, but like the, the, they they made they prided themselves in not. Relying on Star Wars, it's or, going to be a Canadian TV show for the family uh, channel. And other so than bad. other than some PC, uh, the, some uh, X Wing, a great series. Mm -hmm. Like Lucas Lucas Arts didn't really approach Star Wars. This is their first big Star Wars game for consoles, and it killed the company. That sucks. <laughs> that well, sucks. Too big. Like yeah. it was too. It Still was, got a sequel, yeah. and I think par part of it, it is because had it had to because all that engine and shit and these resources were built. They had to have a sequel. But it, I think they said it was seven years in the making. Like it killed the studio. Uh, it, it's a real big bummer because, like, someone like because remember they pulled the plug. It's like, yeah, we're just going to go back to licensing the Star Wars games to other developers because they can do it cheaper, and then we get all the money for doing nothing. Yep. Yep. Well, the the thing is, like, this was also sold on the Wii as yeah. like mm -hmm. for the first time you you're getting what you wanted. You can control yeah. a lightsaber with the Wii remote. It's like no, 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 no. We want one to one control over a lightsaber. Yeah. Not. So, I swing the Wii remote yeah, so and I, my character swings his lightsaber. I was just go ahead, Dave. Well, uh, one of my first ever times at GamePro when they told me like, Dave, you're doing the cover story this month, and they're like, it's for a new Star Wars game. I'm like, holy shit, this is gonna be so cool. Mm -hmm. And then I find out a couple days later, oh, it's no, it's only the Wii version of Force Unleashed that you're writing about mm -hmm. for the cover story, not the con not the HD versions. And that was a kick in the balls. But it was <laughs> cool that like they had the. It had a versus mode in the game where you could just play as like yes. all these different. Uh, and I tried to get a, a, a grab of this, but I couldn't. One of my favorite things about that was that the characters you picked would have specific lines yeah. depending on who yeah. they were fighting. And so mm -hmm. there was one where it's like you're you're pitting a female Jedi who I think was an original character against Darth Ew. Vader, hmm. and they used a Triumph the Insult comic uh, dog oh, line. Wow. Which uh, he, he was on, poop on Conan O'Brien. No, no, no. It's like he talking which to one a Darth Vader. Calls your mom? Talking, yeah, which one yes. of those buttons calls your mom to come pick you up? And this woman said, which one of those buttons calls for help? Conan O'Brien yeah. said this, but I agree with him. And this is almost verbatim. I had nothing to do with this. 
where this is that is the best five minutes of television in, of the last <laughs> try and the insult comic dog at the Star Wars movie line was that, that was, episode yeah. two something yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. yeah that was one of the it's things the last time yeah. you'll see female genitalia <laughs> that was one of the, uh, when the I, spoiler yeah. <laughs> you all die alone <laughs> and they get Mr. Spock yeah. to flip off the crowd but when I yeah when, when I forced me it. with the peanut M&M's <laughs> like, that's that's wrong yeah when I previewed the game like there's a big to do about like okay if you do like if you move both your arms together like this you do force push and I'm like you know what no more heroes did this better yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I, I already felt the like exuberance of swinging a lightsaber with that game now, and here, here's like the dumb story and I can I, I can't believe I'm losing this because it wasn't that it feels like it wasn't that long ago we were the hype train for this game like because remember I got delayed numerous times so right. we went to I think two years worth of appointments mm-hmm. and parties uh, uh, for this game I don't even parties. think that happens anymore now uh, you party, tell me Hank I'm not really the party uh, but Lemon we went party. to a, a party and like and everybody was mad curious like yeah. how does the Wii version play and that was the one that was restricted yeah. nobody was allowed wow like yeah. like people were not people had to like really know someone to get yeah. in and try the Wii version and they were in hindsight I didn't know that I just thought I wasn't cool enough because I wasn't mm. uh, that they weren't showing the Wii version the, the 360 ones are out here in the public and the behind closed doors are the Wii versions and uh, yeah we did not get to see it there was a giant uh not a line for people who already had like VIP access. Uh, they were ooh. keeping it from us. I didn't realize that. But so, Michael, what's so great about this PS2 version? Well, I reviewed it for uh, PSM slash PTOM back in the day. PlayStation, mm. the official magazine. And yeah, like I that said, it was a I, magazine. Yeah, it was a magazine. It's been recycled into the mats on Carl's Jr.'s. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I, I thought it was like. Yeah, you know, they as the HD version is again obsessed with delivering this yeah. big spectacle, often at the expense of gameplay, and there like there's a lot of tedium in there. Oh yeah, uh, I think it's that and Ghostbusters are to me the worst games ever, with the best story and the best fan service. I hate hmm. the Ghostbusters game. I, yeah. I, I, but like I, I like it more than Force Unleashed. I just we were trying to give it. They came out yeah. the same year as Ghostbusters, yeah. and it was like the the worst game with the best story. I, remember, I think if you judge yeah. by how good the story is compared to how bad the gameplay is in mm-hmm. both of like these, the, right. the Force Unleashed uh, at least on but, 360 mm-hmm. PS3 it was like the big cutscene is you're pulling down a star destroyer. Right. Yeah. Isn't it just mashing buttons and some dumb shit like that? Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. So if I can answer Henry's question, sorry. Uh, <laughs> So the, the the PS2 one is more focused on delivering just a solid yeah. experience uh, with the technology that was available on PS2, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think I gave it like a seven out of ten. It's like this is yes, it's a very solid, likable. I might have even given it an eight, which was a little well, high I, I in think retrospect. I remember but, talking about I'm just one of the levels in like a garbage planet or a garbage. Yes, and like. There are, like, three things to do in this whole level. Mm-hmm. Like, jump this way and that. And you showed me the PS2 one. Like, this is an actual level yeah. with, like, a stuff to do. Like, mm-hmm. everything here shines and has nice textures. But you just... It's, it's an elongated way of jumping three places. Yeah. And, but the, and uh, it was really long, and it sucked, and yeah. it was super repetitive. It was repetitive. really boring. You didn't have and anything it, to do. It was also not great on PS2, but at least it was it, it was a bit better. It was a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more gamey. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's more of a, a, a game, and... Um, Interestingly, uh, it also trims out some of the fat, uh, which, again, like that seems to be a trend with these down-market ports. But uh, there were also some odd differences. For example, I'll play again. Here's a sound from the PS2 version. Lord Vader, we were ambushed upon arrival, but I have the situation well in... I have no interest in your feelings, Commander. I'm here on a mission of my own. 
In the PS3 version... Lord Vader, we were ambushed upon arrival, but I have the situation well in... Steve Carell. I have no interest in your feelings, Commander. I am here on a mission of my own. So, first one is a clone trooper that runs up, gets strangled, choked out, and then the second one is an Imperial officer who runs up, gets choked out, and then the camera makes a point of, like, showing him, like, on all fours on the ground and, like, looks up, like, oh, Vader, let him go. Wow. Uh, I love the I love the strangling of the feet British officers. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. <laughs> Always man. fun. Uh, uh, also, as Americans were never not no, the PS2 version mm-hmm. featured exclusive levels mm. that were not in the HD version, where you got to go back to the uh, the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, which was orig- eventually made into a DLC level for the mm-hmm. HD version. N- not the same, though, because you would go back and fight through various trials that, spoiler, uh, you eventually find out are like being set up for you by the ghost of your murdered father. Uh, who, I guess, became some sort of force ghost or left it's something thing behind for you. I yeah. accept it. And you fight guys like this. A thousand Jedi died cursing Darth Desolus. Now you too will scream my name. By the way, Darth Delicious is a great DJ <laughs> name. I d- Darth, Darth Desolus, that does remind me of that story you guys had of like the them taking the this pitch to Lucas and like, well, what would you name this guy? Like, Darth Bad Guy. What about that? Uh, something on that level of there, just yeah. like, uh, maybe we'll just go with this. Am I allowed then, to say no? And they just stopped. They learned to stop taking things to George. Uh, Dark Invader. How about Darth Vader? Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Darth Bag. Lots, lots of that. Um, but it was it was a, an interesting departure, especially like if you weren't that into what the HD version was offering. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm glad you're bringing because no one will ever. That's the version of the game no one will ever readdress or reevaluate. Probably we'll not. We'll never no. talk about these the the lesser versions of all yeah. these ain't, now ancient games. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it got like if you look on Metacritic mm-hmm. the. Uh, the the PS2 version is sitting at a 68 right mm-hmm. now. I think the Wii version Ugh. is a little better at 71. But the Ugh, Wii goggles, the, the HD <laughs> versions are like 70 something also. Mm. So it's like it's not that much worse mm. than the HD versions. Um, but the next one is actually, according to Metacritic, better than its mm. HD one. So let's jump along to. I can't believe I trusted you, Jeannie. It is clear you do not trust me. I knew it. Or you would call me by my name. In case you have forgotten, it is Zara. So you've told me. You told me when you promised me mastery over death itself. You told me when you promised me a princess. You told me when you promised me my kingdom. Is that a Jake Gyllenhaal simulator? Uh, Not quite. No. But, uh, Hank, you know what this is, right? Do I? Did you actually play it? I... Might have. I don't so recognize. This is Prince of Persia with oh. Forgotten Sands. Ah, yes. P-O-P, I, you must have forgotten it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I only played Forgotten Sands on the regular version, I, on the Three City. There were actually four versions of this huh, game. Jeepers. There was the HD one, yeah. there was the Wii one, the PSP one, which was a side-scroller, Whoa. That f- and, and yeah. a DS one. Again, a side-scroller, but much cartoonier than the others. They mm-hmm. all followed different plots. So, I will say about Forgotten Sands of Three. 60 version it is a great little six hours that reminds you like 
this is why I like the old Prince of Persia's. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it ne- it doesn't overstay its welcome, but it also Six won't hours? give you much. Like, it is, it is brief. It, wow. it feels like they don't, like, repeat a ton of stuff, and I bet huh. they could have got to ten hours if they were like, and now do it twice. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. do, do, do it three times. Yeah, right. Do it backwards like in Devil May Cry. <laughs> but they don't do that. They don't make you do that. So yeah. instead, it's I just... It, after it's, the six-hour game so was, hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is worth the whatever... It's three times the cost currently of Batman versus Superman. It's the same amount of time. Shouldn't was, this the, was this the one that was tied into the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Yeah. It was yeah, released, it released alongside, alongside it. it. I think the you could argue that the Wii version of The Prince looks a little closer to how Jake Gyllenhaal looks in the movie. Wormy? Yeah. Uh, wormy? <laughs> Non-Arabic? Yeah. <laughs> Non-Arab. He's never... No longer a movie star, Only really? the bad guys look like Arabs. Um... And m- meanwhile, the, uh, the the HD one is just completely different. Looks nothing yeah. like Jake Gyllenhaal. And I don't think but it's it, so good. I, I think this this game was kind of unfairly overlooked because oh, yeah. people thought it was a movie tie-in when, in yeah. fact, it was not. And Ubisoft and put a lot of push behind like the this. movie. And it's still it's still watching it objectively remains one of the best video game adaptations ever made. That's and again, that's good. not great. It's no. it's it's like saying this is the best food at McDonald's. But it is but, an interquill that I like yes, uh, other things it, on this list. It is. takes place after the Sands of Time, but in the intervening seven years between that and pop, uh, pop. the Warrior <laughs> Within. Wow. So it's it's sort of like showing, okay, here's like a, a younger, uh, still pretty charming prince, still played by Yuri Lowenthal. Yep. Um, very, very cocky and uh, quippy, and uh, in the version you just heard, he's like he he buys a genie at a bazaar named Zara, and <laughs> then uh, she keeps promising him all this stuff and like leads him to this secret kingdom that only genies can see. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, in the the HD version, he goes to visit his uh, brother Malik at a castle, and uh, a great evil gets unleashed. And he meets a completely different female companion. Where is here exactly? And who are you? And what do you know of King Solomon's army? We are Razia, Queen of the Marid, Guardian of the Waters, and ally to King Solomon himself. Also a genie, but uh, not a little glowing sprite like in the Wii version. <laughs> That's why all that genie talk like, confused me. I was like, that... That definitely sounded like the prince. That Yuri Lowenthal is the prince to me. Yes, and so I recognize that voice. But that talk of like you promised me this genie, like, well, that's not in a Prince of Persia game. Like, uh, but yeah. n- you know that water genie, stuff. I wish you would make me a Prince of Persia. That's the best. <laughs> Uh, gameplay mechanic in the HD versions is uh-huh. freezing the water. You've got mm. these beautiful, like, moving pillars of water, like waterfalls, and then you freeze time, and then they become pillars you jump between. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, but then you have to time it, like, splash through this thing of water, and now stop it to land on this one as it's solid, and splash and land. Yeah. Uh, so much fun. Go through this one while it's not solid. and Yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, like, uh, the, the Wii One has its own powers that are a little bit different. I feel like I could leap over a mountain. Our union makes us stronger. Union? I never hmm. thought that I could be over the moon or next to see, but never. <laughs> I heard this so, burger without unions. So uh, early oh. in the game, she uh, possesses Sorry. a statue and says, like, kiss the statue. And so the prince kisses the statue and he gets genie powers so he can see this secret kingdom that she's leading him to and he also gets the ability to jump really high over obstacles 
and a bunch of other cool stuff. Can he always jump high? I mean, he Not jumps really. higher no, than is, like a normal This is person. a magically yeah. assisted high jump. It's like the jump spell I, in Zelda 2. I love the Prince of Persia series. Like, it doesn't really have a bad entry. Maybe yeah. some of the original ports for yeah. the original Prince of Persia. I mean, even Warrior Within, there's worse games than that. Totally. It's yeah. still great. It's like, two Prince is great. Uh, fuck it. Uh, I love Owen. <laughs> but like, I don't. I, it's hard to understand the philosophy if you follow games now. The idea that like, do you think this series is so popular? I guess Ubisoft mm. that people will buy four different versions of it. <laughs> but uh, but I, well, I don't think anybody works on that assumption anymore. You no. you make one product and try and get mm. it to the platform that people own, rather than what is the assumption that everybody owns a 3ds, a PSP. And a 360, and is a huge Prince of Persia fan. That's so crazy to think. I know about. that fits me. Uh, that, <laughs> I, it fits me, but we're kind of a rarity. And I know it doesn't fit my friends my age back there home. There aren't a million of us. There, there aren't. A, there might not be a million of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, not not according to this. The downloads. But this is here. like <laughs> all the other games on this list yeah, are an attempt to approximate the yeah. experience of playing the HD game, whereas this is. It's completely different. No, I'm, I'm saying it's, it's a valiant. completely different game. It has nothing to do with it's a, it's a valiant attempt to like instead of like uh, instead of watering down the original version, <laughs> optimizing it to fit that platform for a unique experience. But it's still mm-hmm. no. I mean, I I love the the HD version. the The Wii one was at at the time. It's like oh, this looks like more in line with the existing ones that are also on Wii. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's. A, a new entry in that, like with the same sort of traps and stuff like that. And, and they, uh, they mostly have the same box art. Yes, like you go through all the trouble of making these really different experiences. Like just the same, same the part in twenty sixteen. I, I find unfathomable. Yeah. Like that, that the strength of the movie might push these, but that they're four different things. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think at least the, the talking close, about yeah. this just reminds me. I really miss Prince of Persia. It's me too. Like, yeah, man. me too. I think I, I think. P.O. 2008? I love that fucking game. Mm-hmm. I thought no, it was Pop great. Pop 2008, and then that was... And then Pop Pop. Forgot, Forgotten Sands is the last yeah. one, really. Yeah. Like they, yeah. After the HD collection, yeah, I don't think there's yeah. been... We haven't heard from the series since. Too bad. It was recently like an, free on Uplay for PC. You jerks like an Assassin's Creed more than Prince of Persia. What are you thinking? How dare you? I want to play in Iran only. <laughs> <laughs> that is Persia, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I mean... I, I read yeah, a book sure. once. Yeah, <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> All right. Well, this this it's it's still a great game, especially according to Metacritic. Actually, scored slightly higher. Ooh. I think um, objective proof. The HD version of uh, Prince of Persia has a seventy-five, and this has a seventy-seven. Uh-huh. So good on it mm-hmm. <laughs> for delivering that classic Prince of Persia feel. Anyway, so uh, what you're saying is, if you're a Prince of Persia fan, even though there hasn't mm-hmm. been a new one, buy there, all four versions. There are four games you haven't played yet. Yeah, uh, probably. Probably. Even if you played one of them, there's three others. There's three others. Yeah. Uh, but this apparently is the one to beat. Um, so on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. Stay tuned.
Let's get scratching. How's it going, Video Game Apocalypse listeners? You guys like podcasts? I figured you did. But you might like Audible, which is the internet's leading source of audiobooks, podcasts, old-timey radio shows, spoken entertainment, as they say. And I wanted to let you guys know you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial of Audible with no money down. Why would you do that? Well, if you like Game of Thrones and uh, Harry Potter and the girls that kicked the... The Hornet stuff, books like that. Of course, Audible has the biggies up there. And if you commute a lot, you can listen to them on the go. Uh, and occasionally with WhisperSync, go back to reading them right where you left off. But what's there for video game fans, you ask? Well, I haven't got there yet, but I'm diving back into... I got the Phil Hartman biography, and I know there's a whole section on Blasto. Can't wait to tell all you Blasto fans about that. But of course, if you want something more specific, Blake J. Harris's Console Wars, Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle That Defined a Generation, a recent dramatic look at the uh, 90s console wars. I have had it highly recommended by everybody I know. I believe it's being made into a movie, and you can get that book free by going to audibletrial.com slash network and getting started with your free 30-day trial. Give it a shot. Why not? Thank you, Audible, and back to the show. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. You know, it does deserve a remake is uh, Skate Town USA, a roller disco movie that came out in like 1979, so yeah. too so late. Take advantage of the roller disco craze which had as it pretty was pretty much dying. died. It but totally like, dead, yeah. this was like the expendables of like sitcom actors from like mm. late 70s, early 80s. I think we may have, like, Scott Bayo shows up, and Patrick Swayze in his first movie role is really good. But yeah, it really is an all-star cast. There's uh, Scott Baio, Horshack's in there, uh, Flip Wilson, <laughs> Billy Barty. <laughs> a lot of dead people. Oh. All, like all of these people who had such notoriety in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. and the star of it is this like fucking Ugh. waspy just dunderhead. He looks just like the the person. <laughs> like, he looks like teenage Mark Hamill, <laughs> but like if you just pinched like on X Y coordinates and just stretched him more and didn't let him actually like the age. Of Mario sixty four. Yes, <laughs> and then had a huge He Man mane for hair. You're supposed like, to be like yay him, and then Patrick Swayze rolls in, and like you can hear all the women even in the audience go like, oh ooh. man. Yeah. And it's like, even as a guy, I'm like, I would rather fuck that guy. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like that dude looks better, dances better, <laughs> better actor. Why am I rooting for this goober hero? Like, who cares? Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our wonderful Ooh. second segment. That was a song from one of the new releases this week. Indeed. Which we'll get to in our following segment. These are the new releases. They are releasing new even if it's just the ghost of Ann Lewis, I'm glad it's there laughing. In the you want to tell me what that was? That was Steven Universe Soundtrack Attack, the brand new game for iOS. Not great. Yeah. Except, <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like... it's. But it's Steven Universe. Isn't everything associated with that brand automatically amazing? Uh, Man, that's a cynical way to look at things. But uh, <laughs> yes. no, no. One, I love that cartoon. Two, it's it's... 
when you the, the more you watch it, uh, the more the soundtrack becomes an integral part of the show, and how it's it's primarily influenced by a certain era of games, and that this the it's other it's just a by the numbers rhythm game for the most part. But what it does do, and this is something I didn't know I was nostalgic for, is to make DDR remixes of all the Steven Universe <laughs> songs. Mm-hmm. So if you'll bear with me, I wanted to play a, a few just Please. real quickly. And what we came in was with Stronger Than You by Garnet. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's, again, it's a hyper Bimani remix of that. And they also have Giant Woman. Yeah, love it. So, like, I, I can't... Oh, love it's that. not amazing, but, like, I didn't know... I, I hadn't heard DDR music in so <laughs> fucking long, because do they even come out in America anymore? I, no. And I'd never heard this remix of the, the theme song, The Steven Universe. And again, you can play it. We are the crystal gems. We'll always save the day. And if you think we can, oh. we'll always find a way. See, all that makes me super happy. And, like, the game, again, not a spectacular rhythm game. Very mm-hmm. by the numbers. You played a billion of them on iPhone. But, like, the music to the show is one of my favorite things of the year that I've discovered. I don't even know if there's an official soundtrack. But there's a playable version you can get for free on iOS. No, yeah, that mm-hmm. was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I almost I downloaded it during the con, but then I needed – it, like, took up 700 megs, and I needed that Jesus. to record something. So, Oh, no, no. It's got all that music. No, it, so. yeah, it won't download. It's the first game I've downloaded in a while that won't download without Wi-Fi. Mm. It, I, I, that hasn't, it's been so long. It's been so long yeah. since I've had an, I played an iOS game that required me to hear anything. Yeah. But let me tell you about Steven Universe. At Comic-Con, they had a big panel that was like a musical panel where they just played a bunch of songs live. Uh, but then also – uh, and so they had all the people on stage, and also their like Rebecca Sugar officially came out as a bisexual woman. Ew! So, I can't watch your cartoon anymore. <laughs> like, though, if you watch a cartoon like that's how news. did you not like, know? That? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, yeah, of course, everybody on the show is going to be at least some sort of queer. On I don't. Some level. Yeah, uh, but why is that shocking? I like women, and nobody cares. You have to have tasted <laughs> at least two sets of genitals uh, to be on Steven Universe in any way. Uh, but then after the big panel, I got to. To be at a roundtable interview of all the people on it so i got to talk to i got to ask a question of rebecca sugar i got to ask a question of uh supervised producer ian jones courtley got to ask a, a, a interview all the main voices too so uh wow. zach callison the voice of uh, steven universe mango D, so, sorry dd mango hall the voice of pearl uh <laughs> melana Deets, the voice of Amethyst, and Estelle, really? big time uh, recording artist Estelle, Garnet. got to, as Garnet, and they, uh, her and Rebecca Sugar Reed, Stronger Than You is their favorite song. It's from so the good. Two, it's the best. Just, Ian Jones Cordy is part of like this cabal of artists who, it blows my mind that it's like, Ten years ago, I was reading their web comics on Keenspot or whatever <laughs> regularly, and now they've like all gone on to jobs with Cartoon Network. Wait, yeah. were, were you interviewing them, interviewing them for this game? Or uh, it, no, okay. well, okay. just Steven Universe in general. Okay. Like, There's new out. episodes all this week, and they yeah. didn't even. I mean, all this month, uh, all this month, <laughs> and and it was so awesome. And uh, the the I put up a transcript of my interview on on uh, fandom, uh, but also the interesting thing, the weird thing about it though was that like. 
It was a mix of real. This was at several appointments at Comic Con. It was a mix of professionals like myself and other people, and then children bloggers. So, <laughs> so and it was this weird thing of just like I do want to ask a second question, but I also don't want to shout down a fourteen-year-old girl <laughs> or like talk over her when she when she's just being shy but really wants to ask a question. Doesn't so? Doesn't Patton Oswald have a bit about that? Yes. Like going on a rat tattoo tour, like but what's those it like being like, a mouse around? I'm so fucking hungover. But, <laughs> I, I, but that's at least like a Disney employee. Yeah. Like those are Disney kids. These are kids who are just like they have a YouTube channel or whatever, mm. and they're there to talk about their. And they're baby. way more popular than this. Show. Yes, very. <laughs> Much so. Didn't mean to put that on uh, you, Michael. Yeah, those, ki- those kids would step all over your questions in a heartbeat. They are. <laughs> they would. You're right. They, they need all those YouTube views, man. They get are. out of the way, Grandpa. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but this question is about the ethics of your company. Can you show me how you dab? Uh, but two <laughs> of the dudes, two of the dudes, I did. I was my pretty... ne- for my next question. What are those? Can you pose <laughs> your face in front of a green screen so I can put it on my YouTube channel? Thank you. Bye. No, I did find a commonality with two of the guys there who were. Uh, Two of the three black nerds, I believe the name of their thing, their group Blurred was. Uh, the, oh, the, they have a group called the three. The, the, the three black nerds the is three the name of their group. Like, mm. You should listen to our three black nerds podcast. That's mm-hmm. what they told me. Got it. But when one of them mentioned wrestling and that they had gone to the Tokyo right. WWE show, I was like, well, shit, all right. Let's, let's be friends forever. Wrestling. <laughs> I just anyway. feel like. Did you ever write an ending for RPG World? What would it be? Did the characters kiss? I, I think I, he just killed everyone off in a joke strip. I asked Ian what uh, what his favorite what animes had inspired Steven Universe, and he said, "Oh, all the stuff you know, but definitely Future Boy Conan was his big really." Uh, every it, time it, I tell Bob how much I like the show, he's like, "Chris, just watch anime. Just watch fucking anime. Let it go." So. Uh, new releases this week. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. the biggest one and Which the one? biggest surprise is Marvel yeah. Ultimate Ooh, Alliance ah. 1 and 2 That's, are coming out yeah. on PS4, uh, Xbox very One, and PC. It's like very expensive. <laughs> yes. 40 bucks each or both for $60. Uh, $60. So it was announced at Comic-Con, too, though it had been kind of leaked ahead of time. Yes. But it was uh, announced at Comic-Con because yeah. it was one of those things that took years years to make. Like, oh, no, no. It was a right-click and save that. I like the, uh, <laughs> the X-Men games that came before this that had the same The engine. Legends games are slightly could, better, yeah. but you, but get you can't ev- HD-ify them to the extent. And you really? get everybody but Hulk in these games. Like, oh, really? Hulk well, Universal had him at the time. He's on the second one. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. But he wasn't in the first one. He was DLC. DLC in the first one, but I don't think they have the rights to the DLC. One of my favorite things I remember reading from Brett is that he awarded Marvel yes. Ultimate Alliance 2 the Paint Yourself into a Corner Award. This is so much fan service and so many characters. I know Marvel very well, and there's nothing else to add. You no. can't make another one of these. <laughs> now uh, they could because this they've is, this made is, this enough new characters have been created since that game bullshit. came out. Miss Marvel. Uh, a third character, hell, maybe? No, okay. No, Miss Marvel, Miles Morales. Uh, Squirrel Girl would be in yeah. it now. She was already; she existed already. But she's not. Howard the it. Duck is back. No, but she's been elevated so much sure. more no, since that. Right. She can beat Doctor Doom now. There's uh, a there's a handful of characters yeah. that have been elevated. Was since Deadpool in the uh, Ultimate Alliance oh, yes. games? Oh, and, yes. But here's the distressing thing: the sentence I came up with when we were streaming and talking about it. Uh, the most distressing qualifier is multiple uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two is the last core console Marvel game that's not a fighter or a Lego game. Yep. There's not been another thing since. Hmm. You yeah. could argue Web of Shadows, but that is a Spider-Man game. 
No, um, it's the and, last one that had everybody. Yes, yeah, that had everybody. Uh, that wasn't Lego. Oh, Lego wasn't Marvel Lego. superheroes had everybody, mm. and even they and they put out Lego Avengers. So to yeah. take out Fantastic and, Four, and and none of it, none of it makes sense to it me. Would have been Marvel vs. Capcom three. That's fight fighting. That's, so oh, yeah. no what fighting. About Ubisoft's no Battle for Earth, Michael. Yes, but like. <laughs> That was also exists. a fighting game. It, it's also a fighting game. But like, that, what world are we living in where Marvel Studios is making billions of dollars without trying, <laughs> and there is no, there are no games. There are none. Yeah, none. I, this goes back to my conspiracy theory that Activision traded to Marvel the Spider-Man rights back for the right to republish these old games. This follows Deadpool. They, I, that was my personal theory mm. when they announced the Spider-Man oh, game. Oh yeah. Because they had republished out. Deadpool earlier this year, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, Marvel which they clearly pulled off the shelves within six months. Yeah, of releasing Mar- it. so Marvel clearly had to relicense that mm-hmm. to them. They are relicensing this as mm-hmm. well, and at the same time, Activision used to have the exclusive rights to Spider-Man games, yeah. and now Sony's publishing it. So I'm wondering Good. if that was just the quid pro quo: I hope give so. us Spider-Man back, Why don't- let us make a new Spider-Man, at, just republish these. At old the things. very least. Just a downloadable Guardians of the Galaxy. What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? Why are there no Marvel games? It makes well, no sense. The, the mobile game. The fighting yeah, get game. out of here. With Contest of Champions. I know them all. That's not terrible. I, I play a ton of Disney games on my phone. There are no wow. console Disney games, but it's like I open these up like, these are glorified slot machines. Well, I think <laughs> if you, Why is this the only thing? If you look at uh, the previous... Marvel games that were made sure. and presumably how they sold. Not I think w- you might have your answer there. But <laughs> also look at Injustice in Arkham. Like, yeah. why doesn't Marvel have it? Why aren't you striving for a version of that? It's one of those. You're making because they made it back. They made a backroom deal that DC could have the video game space and Marvel I could guess. have the movie space. <laughs> it had to be something like that because there, there is this year. There is going to be. More Marvel Netflix content than I can possibly consume in a lifetime. It's also the same and contract where Marvel gets all the good uh, live action shows while DC gets all the good animated shows. Right. Mm. And speaking of animated, if you look at the two Marvel Ultimate Alliance covers next to each other. It's almost mm. like an animated GIF where Spider Man is punching. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's what I'm understanding. Like Marvel, we're announcing Agent Carter season three. Make a Hulk game. Why haven't you made a whole? Why is Agent Carter season two before you want to make? I'm a hoping Hulk Marvel is getting more wow. in action. I'm hoping once they saw that Star Wars Battlefront made, we want to make that, Agents of Shield spinoff. Make a Spider-Man. Game. I'm also pissed. They like Avengers. Why, don't make a Ghost Rider TV show. Just put them on Agents yeah. of Shield. Yeah. I don't. That's I don't bullshit. care for that. I wish All right. Still had cake the only Ghost Rider show a, I, uh, I the PBS one. Yes. PBS one. Yes. yes. All right. Ghost Rider. But you got you beat my. Dave to the end of his joke. But Mua, let me tell you about Mua. Mua 1 is better than Mua 2 Mm -hmm. as a game. Mua 2 is a better story, Mm -hmm. uh, but you're not really playing them for a story. But you actually get more characters in Mua 1. It just doesn't look as good as Mua 2. And uh, like Mua 1 is just like, we're going everywhere, Mm -hmm. and we're not even going to try to tell a story. Now we're in hell. Now we're in the Avengers Mansion. <laughs> now we're on a helicarrier. It doesn't matter. Now we're going to Wakanda. Shut up. Well, meanwhile, I, they go to way fewer places, but they try to tell a for a continuous linear story mm. in Mua 2. Uh, and just to, Laser Time Network is about nothing else if not contextualizing nostalgia. Yes. Uh, and Brett was talking about the opening of Marvel Ultimate Alliance before in a in a world where there was not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. 
it was the first time you saw these characters in a movie together mm-hmm. in a high in, in a high with a good production value. Yeah, it was like a blur um, studios yeah, it creation. Great. Like it looked beautiful. Uh, I mean, you saw them in motion with each other. Though, though, as a nerd, I did dislike that it was like they were drawn like their ultimate versions, but they acted like their regular versions. But anyway, oh, that, that's mm. the best thing in the cover. I hope they still retain it. Spider-Man is holding a rope. <laughs> right. Yes. It is a woven rope. That was always Brett's <laughs> chief complaint. Yes. Like, it's not and it web, is an overhand web Marvel shoot. Marvel approves everything. He's holding it. Which just begs the question, how do I shot web? <laughs> uh, let's talk about some games that we've played more recently. Uh, uh-huh. Headlander. Headlander. We streamed that. By Double Fine. And yeah. published by Adult Swim Games. Which is crazy. And it, yeah. it, 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 That's right. It was a beautiful union of two companies I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't, I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I don't know. I love Adult Swim's games uh, typically, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen any published on consoles. Yeah. I don't know that this is the first, but it's the first one that I'm aware of. Yeah, uh, and Adult Swim games, Volgar the Viking is so much fun. I love that game. It's on <laughs> Steam. Uh, they have a couple games on Steam. It's also on Xbox One. Oh, is it? Okay. oh there you go. Adult yeah. Swim games has has games on other consoles, but I played it on Steam first. And but I, this is the first time it's released on consoles. I guess premiered on consoles. Uh, and Headlander is. It's like a Metroidvania game well, where you we, pop your head like off. It looked like a Metroidvania. Enough of these Metroidvania. I posit that it's more Abe's Odyssey because it's right. about possessing yeah. bodies. But with a hint of Never Dead slash like we delighted or, in being the last people alive to bring up Never Dead. You, you are a human head that inexplicably has the ability to rocket around and attach to robot bodies on but its own. But you're helpless. You're yeah. a helpless it's head. also like a smidge of stacking in there where it's like, well, now you've taken part, you've taken the control of this dog. Yep. So you can go through these vents or you've taken control of this person who has this key card so you can go through this mm-hmm. door. And it's like, oh, so I'm, um, yeah. And, yeah. And you're not completely helpless in that you eventually get a vacuum thing that lets yeah. you pull the heads off. Pull the heads thing. You can suck the head, as yeah. the game says. It's suck the head. Oh, <laughs> There's a lot of like suck really, the head really hard. not very thinly veiled Sub Dave Rudden-esque puns. I, um, I scoffed <laughs> at so much stuff. There was, a, there was an orange you glad joke. I'm like, no. <laughs> no? Are you sure also, Dave didn't like help on this game? Like, it yeah. it like, has this, this really cool like 70 sci-fi vibe the to it. Is great. Like, yeah, the aesthetic's great. Yeah. Like the ship that they show at the beginning. What's it called again? Giant uh, dick in the sky. Something like Methuselah. That. Is it? No, no. The, the mouth of Methuselah is one of the first. Uh, no, it's it's a pun. The, the ship that you see uh, at the beginning. Well, and there's also a lot of phallic imagery. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but it has like the the racing stripes on yeah. the side, which is again something you found in a lot of 70s sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, the, what the what do you call it? The fucking. 70s McDonald's rainbow aesthetic yes, that is there yes. the entire time. The like brown, yellow, the and orange brown, rainbow. Brown, maroon, and orange. We will not <laughs> yes. think of any other colors. So, no. like, watch Stranger <laughs> Things on Netflix. You can see that it's the color of every carpet and wall. This belongs on a loose fitting terry cloth tracksuit <laughs> and nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I don't I do not dislike the game or a van a brown van. But it seems to wear like its double fine Tim Schafer adventure game roots because like it, there wasn't a lot of diverse things to do in the first hour. Other than talk to things like in an adventure game, and mm. everybody says something different yeah. all the time, and it's usually supposed to be funny, and usually is kind of funny, but like, uh, uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I sort of wanted, I don't know. I wanted more more gameplay out of Headlander, and we were really trying to advance in the game, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not a great Metroidvania. Yeah, like I don't know, like just all seems so samey like oh yeah. you've got new head power yeah. like now you go faster it's like ah, i want like a very suit i want it, things that i want metroidy things i want castlevania <laughs> things where like holy shit now my now i turn into a bat now i do this it's just I, like it's your head is better i can't have it both ways it is a funny game a rare funny game yeah. uh that's uh, double fine mm-hmm. but uh yeah. it's also like 
it's like Strider with humor. <laughs> like a yeah, big that's vast, a good way to put uh, it, actually. The, yeah, the new Strider remake with humor. Uh, another game that I played this uh, last night, actually, that came out on, I think, PC only, is Quadrilateral Cowboy, Ooh. which uh, I was very excited about. I saw this at PAX, at like the IndieCade. I experienced it as a sex move on Pluto. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but at the Penny Arcade Expo, they were showing it off. And uh, at the time, it was like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, an 80s sci-fi game. So, like, you're sneaking into this office, and you have to photo, like, copy all these documents. So you have, like, a portable uh, thing that, like, grabs each individual piece of paper and takes a picture of it. It's like a camera, and then it's, like, sets those... Uh, pages aside and so it's like a disc copying sequence but you're just copying all these documents instead and uh, it's made by the same people who made 30 flights of loving for Mm -hmm. those who remember that it is not a 15 minute linear experience it is a bigger adventure game uh it takes place in the year 1980 and you're like a cyberpunk thief who has Mm -hmm. to sneak into places and uh do daring heists but as much as they said like it's like 1980s cyberpunk it's like it feels almost like 1960s cyberpunk like the the very first scene is like you uh, riding on a (laughs) (laughs) okay riding you're riding on a hover bike your character picks up like a walkman inserts a full-sized vinyl lp into it and it starts playing claire de lune and (laughs) you're listening to this while you're doing this heist on a train okay it, it kind of reminds me of jazz punk a bit, but like mm. less overtly silly. More British or less British? Much less British. There you go. Yeah. Now I'm in. Kind of, <laughs> not not wordless exactly, but like you have to use this chip that you stole to build like a, mm. a virtual reality PC. And then you go into this like ropey virtual reality and like have to navigate menus to go into a heist simulator to plan your heists. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. It's only on PC? It might be on PS4. I think it's only on PC, though. Well, speaking of very British, We Happy Few is out this ah, week. Yes. Well, it's, it's, on, it's, it's on Early, early Access. access on sure, Steam. yeah. Yeah. But it's a very British game. I think even uh, Jim Sterling himself does a voice in it. Uh, does he? Really? Yeah. yeah. So, he also did one in jazz punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that hits. Uh, well, I mean, it had a, a very interesting trailer at uh, X- Xbox's yeah. E3 thing. And it looks neat, but it also looks like uh, just another, like, Bioshocky 1984e the world is a lie type thing. Well, I mean, uh, I don't think there'll be shooter elements, so like perhaps it's... not. I want to. Uh, I can't pl- plugging my Instagram. Mm. Uh, I was not. I did not see the Xbox press conference because I was at a water park, Noah's Ark, <laughs> the biggest water park in the world. Allegedly, I don't mm. believe it. This week on Travel Channel's most extreme water parks, did you see that that Instagram of me? Uh, Lifting my legs in the air as I came off a slide and yes. splashing a lifeguard whose job it is to get in water but still scared. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they they did a profile on that water slide this wow. week. So the scorpion's tail in Noah's Ark. You can see you can see where I got the best wedgie of all time. I thought for a second <laughs> they were gonna say nice. like that footage of you was on there like I, oh, even hideously overweight people. Oh, I talked to Carolyn. I think she's just like I can't. She's like that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. But I'm like, I think you mean I embarrassed myself the most on camera, and you Car- like it. Carolyn does not. Ju- she's not ironic. Like yeah. she means she liked it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, there's that Cheer in the Wanderer game for 3ds, which I uh, there's Jeremy- a 3ds game still happening. Yes, yeah. there's still. Uh, and Jeremy Parrish, who is the type of person who would know if it's good or not, says it's good. So. And uh, what was it? Um, Hyperlight Drift. 
Drifter? Mm-hmm. Is that the yeah, same? Hyper Light Drifter is coming to consoles. Yeah. Previously oh, that... on PC. Oh. It's a wordless Zelda-style uh, action RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played it a little bit. And it's visually very, very impressive. It's yeah. like the the maximum of like what you can do with retro style pixel art. Huh. Mm. Just really huge characters and animation. I keep mixing like this up opening. with. Um, is it? Hmm. It's the Capybara game. Is it below? Yeah, no, below. 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 I always mm-hmm. and I mix below that game me. up with Inside. Below it still again, hasn't come out yet. Yeah. It's too bad. Oh my god, I was so hammered. I forgot I played Inside and got stuck and never went back to oh, it. I should get. It's a, yeah. like a three and a half hour inside, game. Inside, so. below, above, below me. adjacent to. All right, so that's about it for the so new goodbye. releases. <laughs> goodbye, new releases. Hello, news. So let me give the. I'll do my I, best. I'll, I want to give some video game news straight from Comic Con first. So you played a game I'm very interested. In. I did. Uh, well, first let me say that they announced a couple. They confirmed two new characters for or two characters for Injustice Two, which was Wonder Woman. Like, duh, she was going to be in it, and also Blue Beetle, the Jamie that's, Reyes. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Blue Beetle. I'm really I want excited. to love Blue Beetle. Yeah, and he looks really cool. And I got to interview. Uh, I got to interview Ed Boon. Uh, Greg Newburn, the voice of Superman, Laura Bailey, the voice of Supergirl, and Phil Goddamn Lamar. And that was so In awesome. <laughs> I got to call. I said uh, when I I started the interview, I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to talk to Marvin. This is awesome. <laughs> he was just like UPS guy Marvin. from Mad TV. Can't believe it. <laughs> Marvin is the character he played in <laughs> Pulp Fiction. His head explodes. It's great. Uh, yeah. I, just, I just shot yeah. Marvin in the head. Look, man, I don't even know. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, they announced that. Other news: uh, Lego Dimensions was shown off there. They uh, there news they showed there? off a bunch of new levels, including Sonic. The Sonic level got showed off more, which plays like a Sonic game. Wow! Whoa. And uh, this was the I didn't crazy- know that was allowed. And this was the craziest <laughs> thing I did there. Well. The craziest thing I got to do there was play the Zelda E3 demo, which is the greatest thing ever. And really? easily, mm. every, like, uh, it, was two, you. it was two 20-minute demos, and when each one was done, I was like, no! Mm. No! I just got to this uh, place. I want to do this thing. Were the thing. lines crazier than E3, where it's like, uh, uh, if you don't get here, I, doing the I had a private demo in a hotel suite, <laughs> day, uh. so I don't, I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't even playable at Comic-Con, because oh, really? I think they knew they'd have too big a lines they Man. couldn't do it so uh but i also played uh dragon quest 7 which i'm super excited for that i got to play a whole new demo for uh mario paper mario color, Ooh, splash, color splash which actually is pretty good i, lo- well, pretty I, I hated good. sticker star it's better than sticker star good is it a fucking paper mario game yeah but it has sticker star ishness with uh, your attacks are all cards you are collect. all things you collect every time i play sticker star and think about it I'm like was this supposed to be a free-to-play game? Because <laughs> you're making me collect my moves, and I'm, I'm I'm limited by what I find unless unless you pay ninety nine cents, which they never said, so I can't do things because I didn't find them. Uh, I also got to interview Nolan North about uh, him being oh, in the oh, Con Man oh. video game. 
which uh, I joked and said, like, uh, so Con Man uh, is yeah. the Alan Tudyk TV show, Alan Tudyk, Nathan Fillion TV show. Come up with a pun mm-hmm. with that, dude. Yeah. That, uh, and they're making a video game for it, and, and Nolan North is in the video game, and we joked. I said, like, well, legally, you have to be in every video game. And he's like, yes, yes, but this time I'm a producer on it. And oh, it's, really? It's, wow. But it's, it's, a, it's a phone game. Don't get too excited. Yes. Uh, but, you ask, so it, does Alan Tudyk actually have two dicks? He does. No. He does. And the show uh, is only on Crackle. He was super. He was super as far friendly. Back as I can remember, Alan had two dicks. He was super friendly, but I was also told if to we stay. needed an additional dick, we'd steal it. <laughs> their their publicist was very I gotta clear. Go fuck the girl. Fuck the girl. The, the publicist <laughs> was very clear. I had to ask three questions. And I had time for four questions. So uh, wow. the only the only question I got I made up on my own was asking Nathan Fillion. Is like I didn't know you and Nolan North could be in the same room together, and they were like standing next to each other. Uh, but then oh. off. But then off my. Did they make out? But then off mic, I did uh, shake Alan Tudyk's hand and told him I've been a fan of his since Strangers with Candy. That is one of my favorite things he's ever father, done, by the way. The father. Who's and that? He, father. And, and he <laughs> loved... introduction to him. He loved being uh, reminded of that. Uh, and... And that's also where I interviewed Casper Van Dien, Johnny Rico from uh, from Starship Troopers, as well as the direct. And I also interviewed oh. the director of Sh- Sharknado Four, oh. which, like, when they said, like, "Oh, you can interview Sharknado Four guy," I was like, "Sharknado, that's the fucking shit." <laughs> and and then <laughs> I was, oh, this guy really loves it. Put him up in the front of the line. <laughs> yeah. uh, and but then lastly, the video game thing I did was I went to the Sonic hey. 25th birthday party held at the House of Blues. And let me first off just say... Appropriate. Sponsored by Coldplay. Sponsored by <laughs> Totino's Pizza Rolls. Of course. With their stuffed nacho chips. Uh, and I got a free Totino's hat in my gift bag. I should have brought it here. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll I'll bring it here tomorrow, uh, next time I'm here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they had their big party House of Blues stuffed full of Sonic fans. And let me tell you... It's gotten sadder. What you shouldn't do <laughs> is stuff a bunch of sweaty Sonic fans in a small enclosed space and then feed them free chili dogs. Ah! All the chili dogs ah! they can eat. Oh my god. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Waking nightmare. A visible vapor wave coming from the bathroom. <laughs> yes, all those chili dogs. <laughs> and, and, but, but so the, the smell in the room, I'm just imagining oh. it going like rapidly from rancid ham to dumpster outside a Chinese restaurant. Oh. Actually, it didn't smell that bad. But yeah. uh, though, though I was sick the entire time, so maybe I wasn't smelling I, anything. Reports are that it smelled like something like a rotting whale. <laughs> or Joe Bonet Ramsey's head. It's like Big the Cat died. Uh, but yeah, so they like onion rings, sliders, oh. and chili dogs. Not one Why piece am I of fruit. gagging now? Just, ugh, uh, but so it. you know, they had a costume contest. They had the voice actors there. They had a they had sing along live versions of all the worst Sonic songs. Including like I got to rolling around at the speed of yep. Sound. Escape from the city was the one I sang around along to. Getting around at the speed of sound, flying high like tornadoes in the sky, and uh, and but the, but the big news <laughs> was they revealed two new Sonic games. First, Sonic Mania, that looks fucking great, which is Mega Man Nine for Sonic. Yeah. Like that's what it is. It's just which they hired, tried six times. Yes, and, yeah, but this time they hired not Sega developers to make an old game. The trailers is amazing because it has like four things. Like four title screens before yeah. the Sonic, and like yeah, uh, Sega's barely involved in this. No, it's it's beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. They repurposed some stuff. Like the first, I played two stages. The first one was a Green Hill Zone, and it was just a Green Hill Zone. Like it was, it was obviously the thing you're supposed to start up with. Though 
The new trick in the game is the down dash. You can yeah. mid-air spin dash and then land on the ground running. Mm. Like me. Uh, and then the second stage I played was Studiopolis, which is one of the new stages, which is kind of like a mix between the city and casino stages Ooh, of classic Springyard, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was just, it was a gorgeous game in, in a classic uh, pixelated way. And I also love that, like, thanks to the situation of it, they reveal it on stage. And the second they do it, I'm not out there when they reveal it. I'm in the press zone, and oh. every other press person is up in the box watching the reveal. So I'm the only one there, and they're just like, well, you can play it right now. It's like, I am one of the first people in the world that's playing this. I'm going to tweet this right now. And and I got oh tons of retweets from the Sonic Desperation mm. Force uh, who's looking for We're any right. good news about Sonic. And it's just me, the the biggest Mario fan in the world, playing this before all those Sonic fans felt good. So the press zone, that's like level three. Right? <laughs> press uh, zone act two. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Sonic Subtitle, Mania... Subtitle, fuck all y'all haters. <laughs> so Sonic Mania was pretty cool. And then uh, the other thing, I didn't stick around there long enough for it because they saved it for 10 o'clock at night and I was like, I'm going to bed. But by the time I got back... This industry is wasted on you. By the time I got back to... I was fucking... <laughs> Fucking sick the whole time. <laughs> By the time I got back to the hotel, I uh, uh, they had revealed it. They they had the dude come up on stage from Sonic Team, and he said, "I am here to tell you, Sonic Mania is not Projects 2017. Ooh. It's this." And then they play a real trailer for a real game, like that will be on Xbox One, PS4, and NX. Simply called Project Sonic 2017 right now. That by the look of it, is a sequel to Generations because it is another team-up game between Sonic Now Which is and Sonic the Classic. The stupidest mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen, but the best Sonic game in yeah. 10 years. So and we're going to watch add more characters and then eventually just be called Sonic the Hedgehog 2017. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sonic Generations is will yeah. spend most of it falling through yeah. the floor. It's predicated on the, on the fact that you recognize there are two different Sonics, which yes. 90% of gamers don't. Yes, and the, the idea that like uh, it's the best of both worlds, but like 80% of both worlds are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think the other thing that they knew they were trying to start back on quality again with Sonic, which is what they try to say every time they make a new it Sonic It hasn't game. been annualized. They were developed by another studio. They've yeah. had the time. Sonic Team has had the time, but the other way they did it was they showed off the like, oh, this is at the beginning it said Sonic Team and then it's like, from the team that brought you Sonic Colors, Sonic Generations. The two games people liked. That's, Though it, Sonic Colors is not bad. Sonic, Sonic Colors finally gets some recognition because yeah. I do think it was pretty fucking good. It was pretty good. It just looks ugly because it's locked on Wii. So, anyway, yeah, the Sonic Party also got to sit in a Sonic Honda Accord. It's great. That, uh, that, no, it was a Sonic, it was a Honda Fit, and in the back they had a, a game, they had a TV playing old Sonic games, and the surround sound in it was playing Sonic noises, and I then sat in the front seat and, like, recorded my video outro, and so, if you want to look at me sweaty and disheveled <laughs> after a long night at Sonic, uh, watch that video on Fandom. How many nerds farted in that car? I, oh, my God. I don't want to think about it. So that, it's more methane inside the car than in the gas tank. Everything you eat is going to taste like fart for the next month. <laughs> so that's all the comic uh, con video game news I have for you guys. Oh, no, and also they, they uh, the Gears of War 4 panel, they pretty much said they're gonna, there's going to be news about a Gears movie very soon. Like They, they winked very hard about all it. Right. Uh, so other news, uh, more rumors popped up uh, over the last day or two about the NX 
It's it's basically a reiteration of Rumor I mean, Hero Gamer. It's, it's going to be powered by the Tegra, either X1 the or Nvidia X2, Tegra, which yeah. is a mobile chip. It's, it's yeah. the same chip that's used for the Android. NVIDIA Shield. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a bummer. Yeah? Yeah, well, to hear ex- a pre-existing chip, Mm-hmm. That's for something that's not the top of the line. This and that. That's going Nintendo in a new Nintendo doesn't make top. I know. I know. Well, I know. And, and this is going to be more of the same. It's going to be less powerful, probably than the PS4. But and what they, Xbox One. What they what they seem what that Eurogame article seemed to clarify is that this is the new Nintendo handheld. It just happens yeah. to well, function as a console. The but design, it's also the new console. The leaks seem to indicate that it's going to be a tablet mm-hmm. with uh, detachable controllers yeah. that fit on the side. How so is it possible? it's going to be like probably the Wii U gamepad mm-hmm. right now, but you can click off the sticks on the side and use them as independent oh, controllers. Like, so the, the uh, two detachable portions the are one controller is what you're saying. Uh, the two detachable portions are two different controllers, okay. Wii style. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. But so there's going to be a Nintendo console that comes with two controllers? Well, no. It's two halves of it's one controller. Oh, like on the Wii. It's, on the Wii. It's just you chop off the sides of the Wii yeah. and that's mm-hmm. two things you hold. And then, oh. it, then it connects to your TV for okay. HD. You have a docking station. You put it on the docking station and then it Port, it pushes out the HD signal to your television. Oh, I think they could have won the day just by not having a docking station. And also, it's going to have physical discs again, or <laughs> fi- sorry, cartridges. Yeah. But 32 gigabytes. Look, dude, guys, like, solid-state memory is getting to the point, like, or mm-hmm. USB sticks, like, all that. It's more reliable than a disc now. And, and it can't be portable it can with f- discs. It can fit more than Blu-ray at this point. But 32 gigabytes is a bad limit. Well, well, why would that, that be the limit? Good. That's what they said. That is really? your gamer. That's what the article yeah. said. Yeah. Well, that's lame. Well, I hope that uh, I am hoping that's just the initial limit. Oh, I mean, but the 3DS still operates on the block system. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. on the block system. And like, I have sixty. I had thirty-two gigabytes in my last. 3DS, and what I felt like was an old Southern Baron rocking a chair on a giant estate filled with nothing. Well, yeah. but and I bought every are, game. Wait, are they saying 32 gigabytes is the limit for the cartridge yeah. sizes or the for cartridge the, sizes? So not the onboard memory, maybe not. Yeah, but like yeah, but onboard memory with an Nintendo, they they launched their last system with four gigabytes. But that of means like memory. anything that's coming to multiple consoles, like. There are a lot of there are games coming out now that are over It'll 32 gigs. It'll never happen. Oh, I mean, they're like, over 50 gigs. That's the, that's like, the thing. Yeah. Like every single, if they want multi-platform games, they have to support the Tegra chip. Well, that's I think, not going to happen. Okay, so that's not what they're doing. Uh, like I think Nintendo really realized like they make so many games. They make. If they combined the mm-hmm. games they make on 3DS yes. with the library they make for Wii U, you put those together, they l- seriously don't need anybody else. Like yes. they've got all mm-hmm. the games they need. I think they're de- I think Nintendo is sadly dead in the home console market. Uh, so they sell you a port they I sell agree. you the next portable and then you could play it on your TV. I like, agree. Yeah. Just the, there's no western support for that system like almost whatsoever mm-hmm. for the things that uh, are on Lego and, games. And the other rumor is that it's going to come out in sept- uh, they're going to announce it in September all mm-hmm. this information which I was expecting anyway because Nintendo does like to do about a week before a week before TGS mm-hmm. is when big news breaks uh, even from people not attending T- uh, even by companies not attending TGS Nintendo of Japan really likes to announce stuff at pre-TGS. For example, when they got uh, when they announced that they were getting a Monster Hunter 3 port and getting Monster Hunter 4 on the 3DS, which was their big, hey, we just killed you, Vita, in Japan move. They did that the week before TGS. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking a similar thing is going to happen here. Well, who even needs a Nintendo portable when Nintendo games are on your phone, like Pokemon uh, Go? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, apparently confusing. Nintendo needs it because their stock dropped when... <laughs> Uh, when people when came investors to found out that Nintendo does not, well, 
I mean, Pokemon oh, Go is... The headline, the, yeah, well, Pokemon... They, the, the stock dropped because people realized... Or investors realized that Pokemon... The Pokemon company, they're deriving most of the profits. And also yes. Niantic... Niantic. Like, Nintendo's getting some of the cut, but it's like, when it comes yes. to Pokemon, they're not... But it's like... It's but Nintendo owns the Pokemon company, along with three. Partial, it's a joint venture. Yeah, it is a joint venture with them and Creatures Inc. and and uh, and then uh, the other guys. And I tried to look <laughs> into this, like what, how much of it, because it looks like you're saying, like the articles were saying, if Facebook revealed that the Oculus was a major success, that Facebook doesn't benefit. I don't mm. think that's the case because they own the company that produces this product. But I did go and look, and I was pretty shocked. I, how many times have you loaded up Pokemon Go? Mm-hmm. Nintendo has never said. Oh yeah, I do never see a yeah. Nintendo. It's, I, no, looked, that, I, I looked I, in the app store, both app stores. It's the word Nintendo is not yeah. mentioned. No, it's, it's it's like when you load up Miitomo, it's very Nintendo. Yes. And it's, it's, it's oh, published by Nintendo. And it's, it's Pokemon it's, Go is not published. And by yeah, Nintendo. there was that like shock of like, holy shit, I'm playing. Like, look, the the the, mm-hmm. the app icon has Nintendo in it, and it's like, holy shit, I'm playing a Nintendo iPhone app. I didn't realize and Pokemon that. Go. Nope, not not a single place in there is Nintendo even mentioned. But I just I feel like that's sort of ill founded, isn't it? That like Nintendo is very much associated with Pokemon Six. Yeah. Pokemon can exist. On another platform, I'm pretty sure I can say yeah, that with it's confidence. Japanese companies. It's yeah. like you'd pro- they'd have to well, put together a huge contract to get that in their game. Again, it's a, it's a partly owned subsidiary. Game yeah. Freak, I think, is the other Game one. Freak, Game Freak, yeah. and Creature, and, and Nintendo. Yeah, which yeah. I never heard of. Creatures. They're the, the original world. developers. I mean, no, 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 no. Game Freak's the original developers, and then Game Freak uh, Creatures Inc. was started up to watch over all the things that aren't games. Yeah, Nintendo and that, that, publishes uh, a game. Game Freak makes the games, and that, then the only thing my research showed me is that like. Unlike Mario, for some reason, Pokemon always has a show, always has a t-shirt line, always has an action figure set and a card game going. Things that aren't games, and I have to imagine having worked at a publisher, like, I don't want to deal with all of this. Let's set up another company to deal with all of this. So I can't imagine Nintendo's not benefiting from the success of Pokemon Go, if only because the brand's really big. But I I was saying that to to Brett. I don't know how this works, because you and I were playing Super Mario Maker. Every amiibo has functionality in Super Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go gives you a question mark. Or Pokemon mm. Amiibos, Pokemon, of which there are yeah. five, six? Six. Yeah. Uh, give you a question mark. You get nothing in Super yes. Mario Maker. There is no Pokemon functionality. Day, sir. You get nothing. I, that <laughs> could, I mean, that could just be the usual, like, my boss says you can't. Like, but it's I just, just thought, Japanese red tape. I like. started seeing seeds of anger. And then, like, Tembo the Badass Elephant, a game I really liked. A good Sonic game on PS4. Published by Game Freak. Game Freak is making games on other platforms that aren't Nintendo. Oh, yeah. That was that... Making games on platforms that are not Nintendo exclusively. So, like, what the fuck is happening? 3DS platform that I'm blanking on right now. Are they bunging on us? Rhythm Rhythm Night? Well, there was was Harmo Night. Yeah, there was Harmo Night and uh, and Pocket Card Jockey. Uh, Which is fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Xbox games with gold for August were, were revealed. Yeah. Uh, two, two very different G-G-G-D. Xbox One games, and it's, it's very possible that you don't that you won't care for either. Warriors Orochi Three, Michael yeah. loves those games, and mm-hmm. WWE 2K16. <laughs> no, also love those games. I'm That's the key to half the videos in the last finally, time yeah, count. I'm finally gonna have WWE 2K16 on Xbox One because I ditched Hope. I ditched that on Xbox One for. The 2K15 like load times. Jesus yeah, was, Christ! Was, Loading a Captain America texture in WWE on yeah. Xbox One took like two and a half minutes. Yeah, uh, and also controller disconnects were the worst for that game for some reason. 
Uh, and those 360 and I, backwards compatible oh, oh, games? Yeah, these are some good ones. Uh, Spelunky and Beyond That's, Good and Evil HD. If you own everyone Xbox should own. Yeah, one, which, yeah. That is the, those are the best games you can own right now. <laughs> and, and also, like, I already own them both, so like it's like, oh, cool. Oh, shit. I, I, don't, yeah. own, I, I don't own Spelunky on Xbox, so mm-hmm. I will... Nah, I own both, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I still love that, like, they're backwards compatible. So unlike crazy, those, man. Unlike those PS3 games, like, oh, a free PS3 game. I'll never play this ever, ever, ever. And I was even seeing people in the Laser Time Facebook community like, fuck, I guess i got to get a 1 if I want to play Red Dead again. Like, Yeah, yeah. If any game, like, any old game could move a platform, <laughs> it's Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, what a yeah. good game. Uh, speaking of Xbox... The uh, 500 gigabyte Xbox One. That's not the uh, upcoming slim yes. version. It's dropped to 250 dollars. The non Scorpion. Oh, the non S. Non Scorpion. Yeah. So just to clear out that stock. Scorpio. Right. Yeah. So yes, yeah, 500 gigabytes, and it comes with like a your choice of game download out of like five games. Just so you know, every Xbox One game is 148 gigabytes. So yeah. don't bother with it. Uh, also, just yeah. to clarify, the the S is not the Scorpio. Those are mm. two separate. They platforms. are. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Scorpio. Ever say goodbye to a shoe? Scorpio. <laughs> Once. <laughs> and let's not get into the controversy over but that. It's fun, Dave. No, that's not a controversy. It's he fun. does say "hehe" once. He says it's fun. No, yes, he does. You're well, like you're going off really some Frankie act. We uh, don't have another show to talk like, about the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> but and, but no, the controversy was when he says "he" once. It's the, fun. The, the question is right. whether Homer has seen that shoe fly once in the past, or whether he's just referencing what Hank Scorpio just I will did. Not anyway, for this. Uh, we're no man's sky from the bleeding effect. God no, damn it, no man's sky. Is uh, it's been delayed for three days on the PC. So I'm so, gonna kill everybody. Still coming out on August ninth. Loss, a lawsuit yeah. regarding its code or a patent? I mean, no, they didn't have a lawsuit. They just had like they had to work with Sky TV to get the rights. No, no, no. there was another thing Sky. recently. It was a new that, thing. Oh, like, was there? like an algorithm or yeah. something that they used that like this like, company said like now it's yeah, Sky Vodka. We developed that yeah. and uh, we. We really want them. We don't want to stop the release of the game, but you know, we'd really like to talk to pay them. Pay us and, money, uh, or don't release it. Yeah, We're only well, strong. Pay, pay us money. Give us credit for what we did. <laughs> oh, is that what they're saying? Basically, yeah, yeah. that's what I read. So, so yeah, it's August twelfth on PC. Still August 9th for PS4. You uh, can't stop the Sony train. But in the the yeah the whole scheme of things, what's three goddamn days? Uh, to gamers. Yeah. Jesus well, Christ, speaking of I PC, want to be in the, front the, uh, the the Trials of the Blood Dragon. You play that was, demo. That's yes. amazing. Uh, you will unlock it completely if you finish the demo within 15 tries. So I didn't play. Is that really hard to do? Kind of hard. I don't know. So, I don't know what the trial the demo encompasses. So I, honestly, like I haven't played oh, the, the full thing. But uh, we stream the game. We, we have yeah. been having mm-hmm. some issues mm-hmm. with the demo. If you log into play and it just gives you two levels. That's like just uh, the basic demo. That's, that's yeah. not the competition demo that you can play to get the free game. Uh, you'll know when you have the right version uh, or when it has the right connection to the server because it will display your faults in the upper left-hand yeah. corner. Fuck you, you! Where's my free game? You I mean, have 15 <laughs> yeah. to get through. Uh, if you can finish the levels provided, which are more than two, in in fewer than 15 faults, then you, you get the game that's for free. That's such a cool yeah. Really yeah. cool. Is that, that temporary? Is really cool. Uh, I'm not sure. And it kind of gives. That's, yeah. that's that's just wonderful. But that's just wonderful. But either way, fuck you. Where's my free game? <laughs> I deserve everything for free. Yeah, trials games are. I mean, I reviewed Trials of the Blood Dragon on IGN. It's like, uh, yeah, I will. 
I will. Pl- it will take me like th- like thirty tries to finish most of these levels, especially the lighter ones. And I don't know exactly what the demo encompasses, but it's a it's a nice gesture. That's crazy. That but will it's, it's infuriate uh, people who are like who just get to the end it's on there. Unlocking a game for free for those who will enjoy it the most. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition Two Woo! is coming Thank, September. I forgot about that. Thank that. The original Pac-Man, it's one of my favorite games of the so last good. generation. Such so a good. great game! One, I cannot wait for more. I'm shocked it took Namco this long. Or I mean, I would have figured Namco would have like churned out another. Why? One, but well, they did. The, it been um, ten years. Did, well, they did pack ten years. They did Championship Edition like DX. DX yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but that oh was, god, with the bombs on, like you have yeah. to build the longest tail of it ghosts is, you can. It's it so is beautiful. so fun and yeah. earns Pac-Man his right in the like top. Ten yeah. gaming icons, yeah. and they just let it go. Yeah. Why? That game they was had so to good. make the kids. We got to make the cartoon game. show. The, the well, Sonic Boom was like a two fifty six is a fun mobile game. It really is from the Crossy Road folks. But yeah, like I, but I finished everything very quickly. Uh-huh. It's like well, if we could, you could pay for a skin. I'm like, it's nice. It's on that consoles now too. Only I, char- oh really? I don't know. Yeah, if I should have it, it's or get a pa- it or Pac-Man Endless Runner. That is such a fun concept. Really? Yeah, yeah it's really good because the the uh, kill screen basically follows you, so you have to move up and advance as fast as you can. Yeah, but I, I mean, I love the original Championship Edition. It's the highest review score I ever gave. Really? What I gave it? it a four point seven five at Game Six Pro. Screaming heads. Yeah, but no, that's a that's an equivalent to nine point five. Mm. And yeah, one of my first reviews at Game Pro, and it's something I never really. Yeah, liked as much. All right, well, let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting no. the community, no. Chris. God damn it. No. You agree with me. Look at the community. It's segmenting right not, in front of your eyes. We do not tolerate disagreement around I here. Not you vote for Trump. <laughs> make, make PGA great again. <laughs> Last week's question of the week, as you might remember was what game would you most like to see become an eSport, not an S-sport, uh, which we know from one of our early episodes is uh, the, the Spanish word for sports is deportes. Ah, uh, but also my dad not corrected is spirit the lady jeans from the 80s. That, mm. You don't want that either. No, not esprit. <laughs> esprit. Uh, first responder on the forums was Dreamsphere, who said it's probably already going to become one, but I'd love to see Overwatch. The characters, the settings, the colors, they're all perfect. The color shield <laughs> My only real concern is making it so it's entertaining to watch, given its FPS nature. I, You know what? Is that really Roblox? Oh, keep uh-huh. going. Yes, I think it you is. Like watch the Call of Duty yeah. stuff, right? No, if you look at football today mm-hmm. and baseball, they have free roaming cameras yeah, that I you think wouldn't fucking believe. That's the key. You have to have a spectator. Yeah, camera. you need a spectator mode. Rocket League uh, has it. Uh, that being said, I'd also love to see some sort of Bloodborne esports, but there needs to be a clause that says all battles must be the one winged angel theme. <laughs> Uh, Brett showed off his Bloodborne tattoo that he got this what? week. What? Yeah, he got, he got a Bloodborne tattoo. Wow, that was dedicated. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think he said it was one of the best new games the last couple of years with mm-hmm. the story told, like a story that can only be told in games. I think it's the only game that made him happy in the last couple <laughs> of years. Uh, so Tenka said, bonus time. <laughs> so Tenka said, there's a somewhat obscure Data East 
Neo Geo game called Windjammers oh, yes. that combines Pong, Frisbee, and soccer into something magical. It's fast-paced, colorful, vibrant, and best of all, it's a sports game that's not based on an actual existing sport, so it's less likely non-fans will be bored by it. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know who's played Windjammers loves it, and I think bumping it into modern into the modern spotlight would be met with approval. Data East needs more respect, yo. I think it's a game that you have to play with another player because mm-hmm. I have a copy that mm-hmm. I bought from Dan Amrick, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, through Tyler Nagata, and it is uh, uh, not that fun as a single-player game. Who are you going to sell your Neo Geo to? Nobody's <laughs> keeping that till I die. Everybody's been... It gets sold once every five years, so right. I'm just wondering who you're going to sell to. Wind, wind, Windjammer <laughs> sounds like a porn starring ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, is, there are a couple, like at least oh. one game that is specifically... Being marketed as like, it's like a video the second coming of Windjammers. That uh, seems very. We had a conversation boring. about the topic for the top five that I forgot to mention to you because it's it's the least interesting, yeah. but to me it's really interesting. Okay. That uh, the Madden games were the last two games released in the original oh, yeah. Xbox. The only games released yep. in mm. two years. Yep. yep. And uh, when when the Wii was going, like EA's like it's Madden, it sells itself. Except on Wii, the, the platform <laughs> yes. everybody owns, uh, and the last Madden game on Wii is like optimized a, yeah. for it. It's a weird cartoony. And like, none of us games. would know this, and none of us would find those changes interesting. But somewhere out there is a Wii exclusive Madden game that is fucking like big headed <laughs> and mascotty and fucking NBA Jam of waggle. And I yeah. thought I, I'm glad it, it wasn't been a list. good entry in this list. I'm, I'm glad Possibly. it wasn't because yeah. I, we're never going to be able to know. It was what like makes I, interesting. it might have been the same year where I had to write that preview mm-hmm. of the cover story of Forza Unleashed for. For Wii, that it, they're like, oh, can you preview Madden on Wii? And I'm like, so you just oh. said two words I don't recognize. <laughs> uh, the, Madden. the big Boomski on Wii. <laughs> the big Boomski said Minecraft's battle mode seems like it could be a really great esport. It's pretty much Minecraft with a limited inventory meets Hunger Games on giant pre-made maps where you can hunt down the other players and take their stuff or stay alive by sneaking around and finding chests to get the good loot you'll need for that final duel it even has a nice mechanic that lets you see the one other person left alive when it comes down to 1v1 so it doesn't turn into this giant game of hide and seek it could to i could totally see it being really tense and exciting with some good casters and a smart and smart pro players mm. i've spoken like a man who's never played minecraft <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, Type 40 Comics says, would love to see GTA become an eSport. You would easily do it with GTA Online, but I'm thinking more about how my brother and I would play when we were younger. We would take turns uh, uh, raking up wanted stars and see who could last the longest without getting wasted. It was our way of making a single-player game into a multiplayer game. Nice. Uh, and Again, like I have not played more than a few seconds of GTA Online, but everybody who gives us pizza... Mm-hmm. Downstairs, and uh, ever, I've had two Uber drivers who've never heard of the new game consoles, <laughs> but play exclusive. Live on Madden Online. I don't know if I want no. an Uber or, driver. Sorry, GTA Online. I don't know if wow. I want an Uber driver who's a big GTA fan. Like. It just <laughs> what are you gonna do with the car, man? <laughs> <laughs> you boys like Mexico? <laughs> uh, 
About 37 Pygmy Giraffe said, I want to watch professionals play terrible games. I want to see people competing against all the glitches in Tony Hawk 5. People trying trick shots in the 2011 shooter Mindjack. (laughs) Everybody whipping whipping out their Vitas to play Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified. A show for you on our YouTube channel, uh, The Shit Show, every Wednesday. on uh, Tony Hawk 5 was not a shit show game. We only realized it while we were playing it. Maybe you should revisit it. Oh, no, no, we oh, realized it sucked while we were playing I, thought, I was but. thinking of Underground, which are both terrible. Mm. Uh, five and Underground. Uh, I want to, pro- it says Onyx Oblivion, I want to watch professionals oh, play terrible games. Sorry, oh, I missed bad, that one bad. Uh, Norsu Champ says Banjo-Tooie had this multiplayer mode where two players could duke it out FPS style so that you would be... So that would be a nice contract to the seri- ultra-serious CSGO shenanigans that have been going on lately. If it needs to be something bigger than 1v1, the best multiplayer the PS1 ever had was Poi Poi. Poi Poi and? Poi Poi and the sequel Poi Poi 2 uh, would be a thrill to that watch. Poi Poi is a uh, great game. I have a story about Poi Poi. Please tell me about We had like a mom and pop game store uh, in Olympia where I went to, to college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went in, like I just bought like an illegal copy of uh, Thrill Kill mm-hmm. off the internet and like going in like, hey, I bet I can make some extra money by selling some copies to the clerks at the, the game store. So I went in and talked to them and like, like, oh yeah, shit, we want that. Uh, can we can we do like a demo? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, but we've got these kids in the store. So like we can't, we'll get it set up, but we'll we'll play a different That's game until kill. they're gone. Yeah, and so the game we played until the kids left was Poi Poi, which is just this really it's whimsical, so... cute thing with like these kids throwing bombs at each other yeah. in a big open arena it's, for yeah. four just players. Just chase the kids away? No, this was just to, like, like, let's set up something. We need to set this up to play Thrill Kill, mm-hmm. but we can't play it while these yeah. kids are in the okay. store. So let's get it set up and then play Poi Poi. Poi Poi, yeah. It's like Bomberman, but their like, stages are open. And instead of just throwing bombs, you can also throw like logs or like big rocks at your enemies. Mm-hmm. It's fun, fun series. Uh, Retro Game Day said Katamari Damacy would make a great eSport. Very little is random in the game, and it is very important to follow the most efficient paths through each level. Side-by-side speedruns would be awesome, and I would love to watch something like that. That's pretty neat. Well, so, uh, I have one that is related to uh, one other Comic-Con video game story I forgot about. One of the coolest things I did was on Saturday night, during the amazing Marvel panel, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was at Telltale Games' big Batman uh, reveal. So that's out next week. Yeah, that's uh, an item we didn't talk about in the news, the the crowdsourced decision. Yeah, that's amazing. I got to see, it was a crowd play of the first game. So I've seen the entire first episode of Batman Excuse me. Is Batman and Telltale the Killing Series. Joke, uh, movie? Fuck yes it is. <laughs> Does it's Batman kiss Commissioner Gordon? Uh, that wasn't a choice that Greg Miller made, who I did boo when he was on stage. Uh, but, why? Uh, and we have a thing. We were joking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was him. He mentioned, like, he jokingly said, well, I am uh, the most influential gamer award. He mentioned this dumb award he'd gotten, which he was joking about it. And then I went, boo, when Jesus. he said that. So a nice fellow. He is. This was a joke. You're better friends with him than I am. It was a joke between friends. It's a thing we have where I mean to him in public, and that's it. <laughs> yes. Come on. All right, but anyway, so I watched him play the whole crowdsource thing. Batman does some, or can do, some shocking things in that that you can choose. Like, it's pretty... <laughs> pretty wi- crazy can he kill uh close to I, it i took a ton of shit for saying like 
I don't care if Batman kills. The, Bat- the amount of things Batman has yep. done that is awful <laughs> that we don't question, especially in video no, games. You took shit for saying Batman has killed. But he has! Eh. He has! In every single eh. game, there's like this illusion of him not killing. Eh. But it's, this guy, it's, it's the same thing. He I don't doesn't care. throw people off roofs. And I'm saying, I don't care about that. My Batman's allowed to kill. I don't care. Okay, Superman but anyway. is not. Yeah. So yeah, they revealed it was a crowd play and just that the audience shouted at Greg Miller and then he could make a choice based on whatever everybody was shouting. But they revealed that in Batman, it's going to be the launch of a new thing where you can just do a crowd play thing, which is like made for streamers. So like people can, if you have a copy of the game, you can just sign in and watch another friend play the game and vote on them like, like what they IDAR, want them to do. Affects- Oh, yeah. yeah, well, you can you can vote on it and see what week. people are yeah. telling you to choose. No, like, I mean, it, that was, like, kind of a problem with the previous Telltale games we streamed. Like, we, mm-hmm. we streamed Michonne a couple of months ago, and it was yeah. just like, Tell us what thing, you want us to do. a lot of people are playing this game. Yep. What are what are we doing that's different? But it's like if the crowd is actually influencing influencing mm-hmm. our decision, mm-hmm. which you couldn't do. The tape delay is too much. Too, on yeah, the delay is too much. Michonne, do a splash attack. And also, if they can uh, <laughs> make sure that we don't Michonne, get off the top strikes. rope. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that I think that'd be a cool thing mm-hmm. to start doing competitively mm-hmm. Telltale games, but. Uh, that was uh, that game looks really awesome. I, and, I saw and a, thank you, Nathan from Telltale, fan of Laser yeah, Time, for for helping yes, me get thank in. Thank you, I, thank you. I have a really grumpy friend on Facebook who's just like, go, and then was like somehow found out about Awesome Games on Quick, and like, would would you watch me read a book quickly? I'm like, they're different mediums, asshole. Like that's like saying like, would you come to a movie theater to read a book? <laughs> oh, sorry. That just, it made yeah. me so mad. Love you, Johnny. But that's shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't believe you're sounding like an old man at my age. All right. So, new question of the week in honor of this top five that did not let you get any trophies or achievements <laughs> in those uh, back gen versions hours. of those games. What's the trophy or achievement you're most proud of? Um, well, I think for me, it's just. Getting all 1,000 achievement points in Skyrim until Damn. the wow. DLC came out and blew all that shit out of the water because uh, the Hearthstone, not Hearthstone, yeah. but the the home, the one where you could build houses, was bugged because I'd killed one guy on the assassin quest and I needed him to give me a plot Jeez. of land. Like, god damn it. Yeah, that was one of the things, like, the Xbox 360, I don't know if there's a thing in the Xbox One dashboard that lets you see this, but, like, there was a section on the Xbox 360 where you could see all of your 1,000 out of 1,000 games. But yeah, once they added expansion, it's like, oh, well, you, you no longer have gotten every achievement in this game, even though you technically did. But for mm-hmm. me, I uh, even include in the notes I wrote, I just platinumed Enter the Gungeon, baby. Ooh, nice. How many people did you say? 0.1. 0. 0.1. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, David, take I, Yeah, we, I streamed it a couple weeks ago. It's my game of the year. It's it's frankly like my favorite game this generation. YouTube.com slash laser time. Yeah, like it's the game I play like... Laser time, pro- comma, people. Yeah, I play like <laughs> probably 30 minutes to an hour every day, and then on weekends, you know, God help me. Wow. Uh, but yeah, for the last like three and a half months, I've been playing no, basically nothing but like, this game and occasionally things that I had to review. Like my Monster Hunter, I'm watching the RNC and DNC conventions, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's like playing Monster Hunter and like yep. life could not be better. Yeah, like oh, it's gonna take me ten minutes to export yeah. this file. I'm just gonna yeah. play. Uh, I could do a floor in that time, and yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there's so many yeah you know, cool like little things to do in that game, and uh, one of the toughest things is you have to beat every. So there's five floors in the game. Beat every 
every floor's boss without getting hit, which that was the one that took me the longest. And God dang. Was, uh, it was the one thing I was like, I think I can do this. Like, even early on, I was like, I think I can do this, except for that one. I have to, <laughs> I have to be the luckiest boy in the world, and I was for that one time I played it. Uh, so I became a bit of an achievement uh, hunter, but... For easy ones, like I didn't go as much for the hard ones. Mm-hmm. I definitely was. Those Avatar team and team. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, but I was definitely proud of getting all the achievements in uh, in both Pac-Man Championship games. Ah. But those are relatively easy. I wasn't. I, it wasn't impossible. But the one I was most proud of uh, was actually in Mirror's Edge. When I started the game, I looked ahead at the achievements that were unlockable, and one was beat the game without firing a gun and so from the beginning I was like alright I'm not shooting a gun and it, not only did it make the endings feel so much better of knowing I beat it without firing a gun except for the one time you have to fire a gun for plot purposes but then you sure. immediately gotta drop it uh but also because, like, it made the game better. You're supposed to not pick up a gun in it. It yeah. made Mirror's Edge and that's, better. I, I didn't realize until upon finishing the game, like, picking it... When you... Picking it... It's not much like real life. You pick up a gun in Mirror's Edge, you've already failed. Hmm. Yeah. You have fucked up. Hmm. You have <laughs> fucked up your <laughs> gameplay. It, you have done. You have a bad run. Yeah. Um, you're no and, longer running your shoot. You're going to have a bad time. You're, you're going to have, have a bad, bad time. Your pizza when you're supposed to french fry. Um, <laughs> the greatest achievement... In my life, that I unlocked um, was praying Jesus. In oh my, heart. my god! It, like, it, it was becoming <laughs> one, one, one with the at Father. You right now. And, Fuck you! Well, that's what sucks. <laughs> the, over the last three years, I turned off all my notifications for when I'm streaming, and I don't turn them back on because I forget to. And so I haven't. I literally haven't noticed earning anything in Steam, PSN. Or Xbox Live. I have but no idea. But now your achievements are going to be pink. But but it, that's the thing about yeah. like playing things on so many different platforms. None of it matters yeah. now. Like it, that, it sucks. If there's a true achievement way to lock them all in together and maybe look at them, maybe. But I'd uh, much I'm, rather I'm, look, have. I like the I, I before this generation, I didn't give a crap about trophies. Mm-hmm. But just the way like that trophies work on the PS4, it, where it's like yeah. we've taken a screenshot of when you got the trophy. That's yeah. cool. Love that, yeah, yeah, that. And even here's Xbox like a percentage shows you of, like yeah. the you can you can for a while hold a video of when you did unlock it, and yeah, see yeah. how you no, did PS, it, yeah. And, but also, PS4 has like the percentages, which yeah, is the cool. Percentages that you can compare with. Brett wrote an article on LaserTimePodcast.com yeah. about like I, I sort of about him all of a sudden caring about trophies again. By the way, they they started classifying things. I still don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, you care about trophies, of course. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing. Like my focus has shifted entirely from really? achievements to trophies. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. now I don't care about achievements still anymore. Still have no idea how like the leveling works and all that. I don't care about achievements, but I also I stopped caring about achievements. But I could not find the ability to care about trophies either. So I, I look. See, I remember liked trophies just because I had a few people online I was competing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was all about achievements, and I found out about true achievements, which balances them yeah. out altogether. So that's why Laser Time has started AbsoluteTrophies.com slash CSGO Lotto. Uh, that, I want you to go there right now. No, it's uh, a terrible even. waste of a plug for something that doesn't exist. Don't go to that URL. Speaking of plugs, first I want to say... What's the achievement or trophy that you're most proud of? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Person who starts the thread asking the question and answering it, I have to point that out because people have not answered it in the past, gets read first on next week's show. We're not going to read your post of our question on next week's show. Just to clarify that. Is that a cunty thing that's happening? eh. Eh. 
Or you can... I, I think that happened like once or twice. Um, <laughs> or you can answer under the comments for episode 174 on com. That's been our show. Let's go out with plugs. Hank, you're the guest. Well, gee, all right. Uh, if you want to see all the stuff I did out of Comic-Con, videos, interviews, and, uh, <laughs> and, writing, and writing, it's at fandom.wikia.com. You click on the game section, you'll see all the game stuff, which is mainly what I write. They also wrote up uh, stuff about Steven Universe and the Luke Cage Netflix thing. I, I was at the panel for that. That was really awesome. Uh, oh, Luke and I Cage. didn't even... Is that like Loot Crate? Yes, yeah, I said. Yeah, I know. Uh, but Sorry. also, I forgot to mention one of the funniest awkward moments at the Sonic party, which was I was waiting to get in the VIP line, but I was waiting for my video producer to show up. And after the after the Steven Universe panel or after the Steven Universe press room, I then went up to Rebecca Sugar and just said, "I love your show so much. Thank you. It's it's so great. I just want to say that. Thanks. Bye." And I walked away in an embarrassing fashion. So, while I'm waiting to get the VIP line, Rebecca Shooker and Ian show up, and I was like, oh, oh hi! Hmm. And they're like, hi! And then I moved to a different corner. I was like, I don't want them to think I'm following them into the show. I'll give them their own space. And then they got, they were so VIP, they got plucked out of the VIP line to go to the real VIP uh, section. Uh. Uh, but anyway, very good. Uh, also, yeah, Talking Simpsons. Every week I'm on the Talking Simpsons podcast, part of the Laser Time family, where we talk about every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning. We're getting close yeah, to the end of, of my, season Line of the three. show last week, yeah. by the way. And uh, that's what? You had the line of the show last I week. Did? What did I say? It's, it's part of the promo. We'll okay. Hear it on the uh, and also, uh, I did get to meet in person Eric Nagel at Comic Con hey, too. He oh, was just cool. a recent guest on it. E Rock Radio, baby. He, he was great. Uh, so thanks again, E Rock. Every time I hear Eric Nagel, I think you mean Patrick Nagel, the famous '80s artist. They're kind of the same. Whose portraits were the inspiration for uh, Moonbeam City, the wonderful show that has since been canceled. Has it been canceled? It I has, did, yes. haven't seen a frame of it yet, but I'm like, that oh. looks cool. It, ah, it I don't was have Comedy fun. Central. It's like Archer, but ten times as stupid, and nobody's competent <laughs> at all. Uh, and also for plugs, lasertimepodcast.com. This week, and this is something we need your help for, because the topic was uh, things that are popular. What was it? How do we phrase things, it? Uh, that are popular everywhere except America. Yeah, sort uh, of like yeah. we were looking at Tintin and like soccer and fucking <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Yeah. And I could have told you so much about and Tintin. There was, I know, I know. We, we focused or quite a bit on games. Tan, as it, like, it's, uh, it's American Ignorance, the show, yeah, but, yeah. but purposely because we want to hear what things are like hyper popular outside of the U.S. that, I don't know, the U.S. has this weird this weird bubble that somehow won't, sometimes won't allow global phenomenons to enter it. And, we uh, resist it more so. Because totally. Like, oh, this was a global thing? Yeah. Well, then I don't care about Someone Dragon else makes a like, franchise money on this? Hmm. Fuck you and your yeah. foot association. This is some yeah. dumb French thing. It's going to make me think about life. Um, we also talked like quite a bit about games, like uh, how Dragon Quest is way more popular in Japan, and, and, yes. not in, and Final Fantasy is kind of in that, the shadow there. And, if you're talking about yeah. console exclusives... Yeah. That's my favorite fact from this, and you're all video gamers here. Mm. That Monster Hunter 4, which mm. technically did not come out in America, has outsold 
Uncharted and Halo Five. Yep. As far and you've never heard of it, never played it. And we we also the game. talk about We're like what, the Sinclair and, and all these the weird Brito computer that, things. That somehow we ZX, never received the or the Sinclair or the Zed. ZX Spectrum. The the Sinclair I think came out over here. I remember I had a Timex Sinclair computer that would crash every time it was bumped because it was built terribly. You would never type the U in honor. Everything took five minutes to load off of a tape drive with fucking yeah. cassette tapes and so like going we were going through the show and i was trying to find the best commercial to like the commercials for the Z, zx spectrum is like some kid throwing down sunglasses on his horribly teeth british face <laughs> and then slapping a tape deck into his console and like what the fuck is this why did this never come over here uh so with that in, in 30 2010 i want to plug it's uh it's a show i'm really an interesting proud of double episode this week. we had an interesting yeah. double episode but also it if you like diana who is um, and Michael? Who doesn't Michael Raparis's husband? Um, yes. like, yeah. <laughs> she's my husband. But she's celebrating a birthday yeah. uh, as mm-hmm. of this week. Let's say, uh, listener nerd on on Twitter, tell her happy birthday. I think yeah. she's she's been so awesome on thirty twenty ten. I'm so glad to have her aboard. She's never received a cent for doing it. Yeah, uh, and so she had a very cool birthday. I took her to the zoo. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. By the way. red panda. Yeah. That was no. the coolest thing. Yeah. It was a part of because like she tried to get me to tell <laughs> her what you were doing and you hadn't told me yet mm-hmm. yeah. and when you finally did I'm like dude she has no she's so far off yeah. she has no idea yeah. what's also, about to happen yeah for Diana's birthday follow her on Twitter at Lucinda yes. Nerd and if you have to unfollow somebody to follow her mm-hmm. unfollow Henry yes I know H-E-N-R-E on Twitter also Patreon patreon.com slash laser time this week we have our comic con discussions other other fun little things we do and I think we agreed that we had so much fun and it is a Patreon exclusive podcast that we're going to put this episode of podcast up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, we're but, not going to yeah. create a feed for it, obviously. But patrons get the they get patrons a few days get it every early. week, and uh, but we just like if you want to hear what the show is like, and and again, we're tr- we do our best to like not just be silly and fuck around, but to try and entertain the shitter of you for as long as we can. We're going to put it on YouTube this week. Yeah. And you can you can try it out for free. We and will also not just, be satisfied yeah. until that shit is entertained right out of you. <laughs> and also, I just uh, want to yeah. make make it so people aren't <laughs> bored. I don't I don't know. And also, Cheap Podcast is now on Patreon. That's the, true. the pro wrestling podcast from Laser Time. It's a good, good, good lucha, lucha good lucha thing. God damn it! Uh, that is a very, that's, that's a wonderful a, reference, yeah. people. If you unfollow no other Twitter <laughs> accounts this week, make sure you unfollow VG Apocalypse. That's the show's Twitter, or my personal Twitter, at Wikiparas. And then after you unfollow either of, or both of those, follow them again so <laughs> that I feel like I'm successful and loved I'm, when I'm I see that you followed me. this week for VG Game Apocalypse, uh-huh. Muppet Fisting. Muppet at Muppet fisting. fisting. Yeah, it's just a bunch of Muppets where all you can see is wrist and no faces. I can't stand it. <laughs> okay. It was funny for a while. I'm not I'm not gonna be a part of this anymore. <laughs> That's good to know. Alright, we've been Video Game Apocalypse. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hello, here I am. Uncle Moe's oh, here I am. Um, I'm probably Gaming.mo, like here I am. Okay. So be a treat. Anime articles while you eat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>